When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. On the Aggie Sports Network, this is the NM State Athletics Insider Podcast Series. Your audio home for New Mexico State Athletics. Welcome to our latest edition of Aggie Classics brought to you by Whataburger. I'm Jack Nixon. Well, this game was kind of like kind of like Christmas Eve in a way. The game versus South Alabama in 2017. It was the final game of the season. It was the game the Aggies had to have to get into a bowl game, to get that dream of having a bowl game finally for the New Mexico State Aggie program. They said it was like Christmas Eve because it was like the night before the big night. The Aggies had to have this one to get to the bowl game in Tucson. It's brought to you by Whataburger, and our game is coming up after this message. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick, and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa, and pepper jack cheese because, of course, all on top of two fresh beef patties or with chicken on a brioche bun. Whataburger's limited-time Pico de Gallo burger and new Pico de Gallo chicken sandwiches. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. Good afternoon and hi again, everybody. It's time for the Aggies to take on South Alabama with a chance to become bowl eligible. Alongside me, my partner, Corey Lucas. Corey, honestly, there are times when I've been doing these games, and I've been doing them for 38 years, there are times when I thought this day would never come, and I'm so glad that I was wrong when I thought that. Yeah, Jack, I am super excited for this game this afternoon, and, you know, what what can be any better right now? It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon, and 
the Aggies are one way, one win away from becoming bowl eligible, and um, the the energy is electrifying in here right now, and uh, just really excited to get this game going. Uh, myself as well. The mood in town has been super all week. Everyone's in a great mood. Everyone's in, is excited and anticipatory, and not be just because the Aggies have a chance, but I think it's because people know the Aggies have a really, are, they expect the Aggies to win this game, and justifiably so. Absolutely. The buzz around town has been awesome. You know, just hearing, um, you know, people in the community, uh, former players that I've played with, um, players that played after me as well, and, you know, just hearing the talk and the buzz has been awesome. And you're right, Jack, you know, it's really because this is a good team, uh, this Aggie football team, and uh, they have a great shot this afternoon if they could come out here and just play their brand of football. Here's the Lithia Dodge of Las Cruces keys to the game. Win the turnover margin, stop the run, and get points early. Uh, your thoughts on that, please, Corey? I think the turnover margin is going to margin's going to be huge, Jack. You know, we want to be on the positive side of that turnover margin, and basically, for what what that means for us is we'll be playing with the short field offensively, and we showed that last weekend against Idaho when we had a short field, we were able just to move right down the field and put seven points on the board. We did struggle a little bit when we were in the long field situations, um, but those turnovers and the way this defense has played has really helped this offense. Making South Alabama one-dimensional is the goal. Uh, their sports information director told me before the game they plan on alternating quarterbacks. They're going to give each quarterback a couple of series and see who does better, which is, I don't know, it seems a confident team doesn't do that. I'll put it that way. Yeah, definitely. And, and they've played both of these quarterbacks throughout this season, Jack, and they've had some injuries in the running back position. And so if we're able to one, stop the run and force them to throw the ball, um, that really just opens up the playbook for Coach Baziani and bringing a lot of the pressure that he likes to bring. Uh, Cedric Wilcott, the uh, defensive player in the Sun Belt last week, um, if we're able just to let him loose and fly around the field like he did last week, uh, I think we're going to be really successful this afternoon. Time for the game plan presented by Arbors of Del Rey for more than 18 years. The Arbors of Del Rey has provided their elders with the necessary care and preparations they need to tackle Alzheimer's and dementia. I would say the game plan is this. Strike early, show South Alabama that the Aggies are here to, 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 to mean business and put the smack down on them, break their will, and then I think that'll make it easier the rest of the way. That would be my game plan. No, absolutely. I agree with you, Jack. You know, if we could come out and just start this game with some fire, uh, we have a lot of fans still trickling into the stadium right now. It's kind of amazing December ball game, and we've got a ton of people still walking into this uh, stadium. If we could get this crowd involved early, that's going to be really, really important for this team as well. Fans really reacted when Keystone and Pistol Pete uh, rode uh, onto the field leading the team on. And uh, this is easily the biggest crowd the Aggies have had for a football game in December. Yeah, it's really exciting seeing, you know, all the community coming out and supporting this football team um, and getting this, these fans involved. You know, as a former player, that's when we played our best. When you have those fans and the cowbells and the screaming and the yelling in the background, that just gets you fired up as a football player. Today's game is sponsored by Farm Bureau Financial Services. Schedule a super check with your agent to make sure your world is protected. The coin toss has been made. The Aggies won the toss and deferred. They're going to have the defense out there first to uh, to show out the South. To, to, I think to break South Alabama's spirit. That's my guess. Coach Coach uh, Coach uh, Martin likes having that. Uh, 
having that defense out there first. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if we can get out there and establish some pressure on this quarterback right from the jump of this ball game, um, again, that's just going to inspire this whole football team. Uh, to be honest, Jack, this defense is really um, who has been the leader of this football team all season. They've come out and played really, really well all season. Um, they've been pretty successful on the defensive side, but energy-wise, they are the, the, the group that really is bringing a lot of fire to this football team. Anyone who knows anything about football and has followed the Aggie season, and I'm not, I'm talking about people in Las Cruces and outside of Las Cruces, they always say the reason for the Aggies' improvement is the improvement on the defense. Yeah. I mean, there's no denying that. Yeah, absolutely. No denying it at all. And again, Coach Spaziani and his defensive coaching staff has really done a really good job. And, uh, you know, just the fire that they play with, I love to see them play football. Here's the starting defensive lineup to help life go right for the New Mexico State Aggies. Sponsored by State Farm, here to help life go right. Defensive ends, Stoney Bradley and Josevia Reese. And inside, Miles Vine and Roy Lopez. Cedric Wilcott starting at at another end. The linebackers, Dalton Harrington in the middle, Terrell Hanks and Leon McQuaker uh, on the outside. Quarterbacks are Jared Phipps and Shamad Lomax. The safeties, Ron LaForce and Jacob Wongwa. And Reese and Wilcox will be the starting ends. Bradley will come off the bench. There you have the starting lineup brought to you by State Farm. Here to help life go right. And let's get it on. Parker Davidson has teed up the football. He'll be kicking off to Kawan Baker and Jameer Taylor. Glad to have you with us, wherever you might be tuned. Tell us where you're listening on our Twitter handle at, at AggiesportsNet. We want to hear from you. Aggies are going from right to left as we view it here from the press box. Davidson's kick will be a short one taken right at the goal line. The man is across the 5 to the 10. The near side to the 20. Turns the corner at the 30. And the Aggies have him hemmed in. It's Kawan Baker. And Baker, a good return, forced out by Demarcus Owens. But he brings it across the 40-yard line, and that's where South Alabama will start this first possession. Yeah, that was a pretty decent return there by uh, South Alabama. Um, Again, this defense right now, this first series, I think it's going to be really important for them to just establish what type of ball game this is going to be today. They say that uh, the return man, Baker, was forced out at the South Alabama 44, and that's where the Jaguars will start. Their coach is Joey Jones. He has announced his retirement. This is his last game as the head coach here. He played college football for Bear Bryant. He was a wide receiver. Cole Garvin starting at quarterback for the Jaguars. Trey Minter in the backfield with him. They pitch to Minter. Wants to go to his left. The Aggies have him corralled, and he's thrown down. Uh, after a three-yard gain tackle made by Dalton Harrington, help from Leon McQuaker, it'll be second down and seven for the Jaguars. Yeah, it looks like the Jaguars are really just going to try to establish a little bit of a run game this afternoon. That first play was just a power sweep uh, to the Jaguars' left side, and the running back's able just to pick up a short-yard gain. Slot to either side. Ball is in the left side hash mark. Minter stays in the backfield with the quarterback, Cole Garvin. Garvin throws to his right, pass is caught, and the man is hit as soon as the ball gets to him. Demarcus Owens, the tackle on Malik Stanley. A three-yard gain. Now it's third down and four for the Jaguars. Yeah, Gavin just comes out and throws a quick slant to his right side. A really good job by Owens just jumping that route and not allowing the receiver to pick up any yards after the catch. Aggies are number one in third down defense in the conference. They have the best stats for that, and it's now third down and four. Make it third down and three for the Jaguars at the Aggies 49. Running back is set to the quarterback's right. Garvin's pass is dropped. Intended for Kawan Baker. Could not make the catch. Lomax there defensively. Fourth down and the 
Jaguars will punt the ball after a three and out situation. Yeah, that's a huge three and out and really good job by this defense. Uh, again, just another quick slant route right there to the right side. Uh, Gavin just throws a little bit too low for his receiver to pick up the catch and brings up a fourth down opportunity for this Aggie defense. Carlos Waitman will punt the ball. Larry Rose the third back to receive the punt. Waitman averaging 45 yards a kick. It's a good snap. He's a left-footed kicker. And kind of a knuckleball kick comes to Rose. He makes the fair catch at the nine-yard line. And that's where the Aggies will start this possession. First and ten at their nine-yard line. 0-0 the story on the Sesparo scoreboard where nobody beats the Sesparo deal. Aggies looking for win number six and a chance to be bowl eligible this afternoon. Yeah, so right now, Jack, for this Aggie offense, I know Coach Martin, you know, we passed a, a lot this season, but uh, getting Rose involved in this game early and often is really going to help this offense and really open up the pass game for us as well. Tyler Rogers starting at quarterback. Tyler missed last week's game with a shoulder injury. Rose now shifts into the backfield and sets up to Rogers' left. They give the ball to Rose, going to his right, hit the line, loses the ball, and it's picked up and run in. But they get a rule that the ball was down. Bull Barge makes the tackle. Tyree Turner picked up the ball, but it's a gain of one yard for Rose. It'll be second down and nine. Yeah, Rose comes into motion from the right slot position and takes a handoff, basically going to Tyler Rogers' right. Uh, the ball ended up on the ground, but it looks like the referees called him down prior to that ball coming up. Jaleel Scott, wide receiver to the left. Rose stays in the backfield as a wing on the right side. And on the end of the round, the Aggies give it on a fly sweep, and the man is tackled right at the goal line. Was he in the end zone? Bull Barge makes the tackle as Jason Hunley on the fly sweep. He did, apparently was not in the end zone. That was dangerous, and now the Aggies are back at their one. Yeah, dangerously close on that play. The Aggies look like they're running almost a reverse uh, motion on offense, and uh, luckily the ball stays out of the end zone for the Aggies on this opening drive. So the Aggies using a trick play on their first series now have a third down and long from their one yard line they need 20 yards Rogers throws from the end zone pass is caught that is at the 10 and it's I believe it's Larry Rose he's still on his feet trying to get up field he does not gain the first down he gains back the yardage lost on second down Khalil McDonald makes the tackle, but the Aggies are also going to go three it out, and they'll have to punt the ball back to South Alabama. Yeah, a little sloppy on that first drive for this Aggie offense. You know, the ball ends up on the ground on the first play. Uh, second play, we lose about four or five yards to put us on the one-yard line, and uh, that play, you're just trying to pick up as much as you can with just a little uh, pass underneath to Rose to get the ball out of your end zone and help your punter out in this situation. Trey Minter back to receive the punt from Peyton Theisler. Theisler kicks it to the right side of the field, and it goes across the midfield stripe, still rolling inside the 40, inside the 35. And the Aggies stay around it and let it come to a, a halt. The ball quits rolling at the 28-yard line, and that is where South Alabama will start this possession. Steinborn & Associates Real Estate is the official real estate team of the Aggies. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in Las Cruces or the surrounding area, contact them today. See all area listings at www.steinborn.com. Steinborn & Associates Real Estate is Southern New Mexico's most preferred real estate company. 11.33 to go in this first quarter. Aggies 0, South Alabama 0. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. South Arbor and have best practices with proven effectiveness. 
Your local not-for-profit New Mexico Touchstone Energy Cooperative, Columbus Electric and Deming, is your source of power and information. So the South Alabama Jaguars coming in 4-7 and seven, have the ball to start this possession at their 29-yard line as the Aggies and South Alabama trade three and outs on their first possessions. Yeah, you know, that first series, you know, there's a lot riding on this game today, uh, really for both teams. You know, uh, South Alabama wants to come in here and play spoiler. Um, they want to send their coach out with the win. And obviously for the Aggies, you know, trying to get bowl eligible with their win uh, potentially today as well. So, uh, but when a ball down to it, Jack, you know, this is just football. So, you know, get kind of those nerves out, and uh, now it's just trying to time to basically play some football. Aggie defense able to handle what South Alabama threw at them. The Aggies on their first possession tried some uh, some trickery, and it, it backfired on it. Yeah, it did, and, you know, fortunately, we were able to, uh, you know, not get a safety on that play, and uh, Pfizer's punt, you know, uh, really backs up this South Alabama offense and uh, changes the field position, which is where we want to be at. Peyton Theisler is sophomore, a valuable addition to the team last year and continues to pay a dividend. Give on first down is to the running back, Carlos Robinson, the second, and he gets a yard, a hard yard that time. Terrell Hanks hit him first, and then Leon McQuaker put the head on him, second down and nine. Yeah, really good job by Hanks just filling the hole on that play and coming in and stopping the run. Again, this interior defense, defensive line and, and linebackers are going to play a key role in this ball game today. Cole Garvin, the starting quarterback. We expect to see Dallas Davis as well at quarterback for South Alabama. Play fake. Garvin rolls to his right, goes downfield. He's got a man open, and the pass is overthrown. Jamarius Way, a junior from Bell Glade, Florida, had gotten past Austin Perkins, but Garvin couldn't hit him. And now it's third down and nine. Yeah, just a little bit of miscommunication in the defensive backfield. The Jaguars go play action pass there. And uh, outside right receiver, he's just running a streak. And Coach Faziani is just giving this defense an earful right now because he was wide open. And fortunately, that ball was just overthrown. Third down and nine now for the Jaguars. They have converted 30% of the time coming into this game. Carlos Robinson, the second, stays in the backfield with the quarterback, Cole Garvin. Play clock down to three. Garvin takes the shotgun snap. Pressure coming. Garvin releases the ball. It's caught. The man is at the 40-yard line and tackled at the 41. Ron LaForce makes the tackle on Jordan McRae, but the Jaguars gain the first down on the completion of 11 yards. Yeah, the Aggies bring pressure on that play, and uh, just a good job by Gavin stepping up in the pocket and finding his receiver uh, coming back to the ball to pick up a first down. So the Jaguars now have the ball at their 41-yard line. Jaguars averaging 104 yards rushing, 228 yards passing this year. And now Trey Minter is in the backfield with the quarterback. He's offset to his right. Garvin throws to his left. The pass is caught, and the man is tackled immediately. Demarcus Owens makes the tackle on Way. And, but it's a gain of eight yards. Scheme not unlike what Texas State threw at the Aggies uh, there in, the, uh, in that game. Yeah, definitely. And this offensive line for the Jaguars, basically on their pass pro on these quick passes, is that they're just cutting our defensive linemen and not allowing them to get upfield. Ball on the left side, hash mark. Garvin takes the snap, throws to his right. It's caught by the running back, and he is taken out of bounds in Aggie territory. 
Trey Minter makes the catch. He gets it up the field to the 40-yard line. Hanks and Owens make the stop. First and 10 South Alabama on their second possession. Yeah, the Aggies, again, bring a little bit of pressure, but Gavin, the quarterback for the Jaguars of South Alabama, is uh, doing a good job of stepping up in the pocket and just a lot of underneath throws right now for this Alabama um, offense. Line of scrimmage, the Aggies 40 from the right side hash mark. Garvin on a keeper, wants to get outside, and the Aggies don't let him get upfield. McQuaker comes up to make the tackle on the quarterback, and they're going to say he did not, but he got back to the line of scrimmage, I guess, second down and 10. Yeah, Gavin fakes uh, a pitch to the left, and he actually takes almost like a counter to the right with his left guard uh, pulling out in lead blocking formation, and Aggies do a good job of stopping that quarterback run. So it's second down and 10. And a true pistol look for South Alabama now again from the right side hash mark. Two receivers left, play fake. Pressure coming, quarterback is scrambling at the 45. He's hit and thrown down back at the 48. Coming through Leon McQuaker for his third tackle for loss. Lopez, the man who sent him scurrying. Really good job of just a delayed blitz there by the Aggies. And McQuaker just kind of stays home as Gavin is uh, really trying to escape in the backfield and does a good job of picking up a huge sack on second down for the Aggie defense. Third down and 17 now for South Alabama. It's hard to stop the Aggies just like it's hard to stop a train. Call for your free quote on the new train heating and air conditioning system from the, the pros, Sun City Plumbing and Heating. It's a good thing you know Sun City. Third down now for the Jaguars. They're at the Aggie 47-yard line. Pressure coming. Screen pass is dropped. On the hands of Jordan McRae, he was running before he caught the ball. McQuaker, the man applying the pressure, and it's fourth down, and the Jaguars must punt. Yeah, fortunately, he drops that ball, Jack. That's the second time he's dropped a pass on third down uh, for the South Alabama offense. Uh, the Aggies bring some pressure. It looked like it was a screenplay being set up by the Jaguars, and fortunately, brings up fourth down for this uh, Aggie defense. Larry Rose the third back to receive the punt from... Corliss Waitman. Waitman wearing some bright orange shoes. High kick. Rose runs under it. And then lets it bounce at the 10 and will roll out of bounds around the 14-yard line. And that's where the Aggies will start their possession with 7.42 to be played in this first quarter. Calling all Aggies. Students in the NMSU system should need to make the choice between food and books. Each dollar the Aggie cupboard receives can be stretched into one meal for a student in need. A gift of $10 can help supply a student with food for a week. Show your Aggie pride and support student success with a quick and easy gift right from your phone. All you have to do is text GIVE to 90561 right now to donate $10. Make your secure gift and show our students that Aggie alumni and fans are cheering for them. 0-0 on the Susparo scoreboard. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Ed was reading the At Western Heritage Bank, their name represents our culture, rooted in the spirit of the West with unique strength founded in our territory. Today, that means unmatched customer service by a team of local business bankers working for individuals and businesses in Las Cruces for more than 10 years. Proud to support NMSU Athletics and its football program. They say, go Aggies. So the Aggies start this possession at their 13-yard line, and 
Corey, speaking for Jack Nixon, I want to see regular football now. No, absolutely. You know, let's establish this run offensively. Let's get Tyler Rogers going. You know, maybe a couple of those quick timing patterns that they, they throw to the outside um, and really just try to string together a couple of first downs here. Huntley and Rose in the backfield with Tyler Rogers. Aggie's second possession in this first quarter, looking to become bowl eligible. Now Rose goes in formation out of the uh, out of the backfield, give to Huntley, he's across the 15, Huntley to the 20 and thrown down there. And the ball was ripped out by the tackler. A penalty flag is on the field as well. But Huntley, a gain of seven yards, tackle made by Roxell McWilliams. Yeah, it looks like we may have a hold by one of our receivers. Might have been Scott on the outside here on the left. Um, on the Aggie offense right now. The officials discuss. The gain was for seven yards. An illegal block in the back by Jaleel Scott. And so the ball goes back to the 10-yard line, and it'll be first down and 13 for New Mexico State. Yeah, unfortunate penalty there for this Aggie offense, but obviously with that play, we're showing that we can run the ball on this South Alabama defense. Again, backs are split to Rogers left and right. Now Rose goes out of the formation to the right. Same play, give to Huntley. Cut back at the 10, and he moves forward for about three yards. Daryl Sanji Sanji makes the tackle. South Alabama's defense has been consistent all year, Corey. That's been the one side of the ball that has not let up. Yeah, they're really a tough defense, and I know Coach Martin talked about this week is that, you know, they're a tough team to match up against on defense. Uh, South Alabama has a lot of talent and a lot of athletes on this defensive side of the ball as well. Second down and 10 for the Aggies. Lottie set as a wide receiver to the right side. Rodgers wants to throw. Goes back to his left. Caught by Scott. Scott tripped up at the 17-yard line. It's going to be third down as Jeremy Reeves, the, the South Alabama Jaguars' leading tackler, makes the stop. Now it's third down and five. Songi, the man who provided the pressure. Yeah, Jalil Scott's just running about a six-yard hitch uh, to Tyler Rodgers' left side. Uh, he picks up a good amount of yards there and is just not able to uh, escape the first tackle. Third down for the Aggies. They've got the ball at their 18-yard line. Rodgers again to pass. Pump fake. Pass is caught. The man is across the 30, 35, and taken down at the 37-yard line. Jonathan Boone, the make, who makes the catch. Sangi makes the tackle. First to 10, New Mexico State. Really good job. Tyler Rodgers just going through his progressions, and he finds his receiver, Boone, uh, just settled in the zone, able to pick up a huge first down on that third down try. Aggies like the fast pace. They're ready to go again. They give to Rose. Rose is across the 40-yard line and spun down there. Larry Rose picks up four yards. Bull Barge, a past defensive player of the week for South Alabama, makes the tackle. Yeah, Aggies look like they're going tempo, and four yards on first down is really what this offense likes to get going on first down plays. Two receivers to either side for Tyler Rogers. Ball right in the center of the field. And now a penalty flag is thrown as it may be a false start. It is Sage Dockstader, a sophomore from London, Ontario, who's guilty of the false start. And so the Aggies are now back at their 36-yard line with a second down and 11. Yeah, a couple of penalties early for this Aggie offense, which is backing us up a little bit. And those are some things we want to clean up as this game progresses. Open backfield for Rodgers. Now Rose shifts, well, near him in the backfield. 
Rose goes out in the formation. Rogers to the air. Caught. The man is across the 45. He's got the first down. New Mexico State University goes to Jaleel Scott. Tackled by Jeremy Reeves. First to 10 Aggies, just shy of midfield. Yeah, really good job. Aggies like to run that play where Rose runs out into the flat and Scott runs just kind of a little five-yard in route. And they rub off of each other and really just opens up this defense um, and is able to pick up some holes to throw the ball into. Jeremy Reeves, the team's leading tackler, leaves the field. And now another substitution. Turner comes on and Brown leaves for the Jaguars. First and 10 Aggies. They're at their 49-yard line. Rose in the backfield with Tyler Rogers. Three receivers to the right from the left side hash mark. They throw the quick screen, and it's Boone. Boone heads upfield across the 50. He takes it out of bounds at the 47. DJ Daniels and Malcolm Bugs on the stop. Aggies now in Jaguar territory. Second down and six at the Jaguar 46-yard line. So the Aggies are lined up in a trips formation to the right. And again, that's just a screenplay or a long handoff and, and really able to pick up some big yards on first down for the Aggies. Rose stays in the backfield with Rodgers. He goes to his left. Ball is on the right side. Hash mark. Now Rose goes up into a slot on the right side. And another penalty flag is thrown. And this time it's the other side tackle. Isaac McLean, who is guilty of the false start. Tell us where you're listening to us at our Twitter handle, at Aggie Sports Net. Yeah, Aggies just need to clean up these early penalties right now, Jack, and uh, stop moving backwards on this drive. Second down for NMSU. Rose goes in motion, sets up in the slot on the left side. Second down and essentially 10. Rodgers with time. Passes caught, and the man is down at the 31-yard line. All kinds of time for Tyler Rogers that time as Rose makes the catch, Reeves the tackle. Really good job by this offensive line, just giving Tyler Rogers a ton of time to throw that ball, and he picks up his receiver for a huge first down. Aggies now go in a hurry at the South Alabama 31. Give to Rose. Rose hit the line and drives the ball to the 29. Second down and eight. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves from El Paso to Albuquerque. Gallup to Carlsbad. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Second down and eight for Rodgers. To the air, to the near side, passes incomplete, thrown behind the intended receiver. Jimmy Gibson, the third, there in the coverage as the Aggies tried to get the ball upfield, I believe, to, to, uh, to Anthony Muse. And now it's third down and eight for NMSU. Yeah, Muse is really kind of lined up in a running back position that he motions to and is running a real wheel route um, out of the backfield and uh, just misses his connection with Tommy Rogers there. Huntley in the backfield with Tyler Rogers. All the receivers to the right side of the formation. Ball snap from the center of the field. Pressure coming. Rogers escapes. He's going to throw on the run, and the pass is caught on the far side at the 11-yard line. Man, oh, man, I don't know that Tyler wasn't in front of the, the, the line of scrimmage when he threw that ball, Corey. Yeah, it looks like um, they're going to probably get a penalty here. It looks like maybe Jalil Scott uh, ran out of bounds before coming back inbounds. Um, and the referee's hat's off, which is an indication that uh, he was the first t- person to touch the ball when he gets back in bounds. So, that, as Corey has explained, 
is ex exactly what happened. So the Aggies lose the down. And, uh, well, Tyler must not have been in front of the line of scrimmage, but I'll tell you, he was right on it. Yeah, he was really co close. He does a really good job of eluding a sack, stepping up in the pocket and just making a play with his legs there. Um, again, it just looks like maybe Scott uh, just barely touched out of bounds. But, again, he can't be the first person to touch the ball on his way back and, and making that catch there. So the Aggies go for it on fourth down and eight. They've got the ball at the South Alabama 29-yard line. They bring Hundley in motion, who sets up in a slot on the left side. Rodgers, with time, going over the middle, passes incomplete. Off the hands of the intended receiver, Jaleel Scott. Darian Mills in the coverage, and so the Aggies turn the ball back over on downs to the South Alabama Jaguars. 0-0 the story on the Cisparo scoreboard. There's 3-10 to be played in this first quarter. The Borderplex Alliance is a nonprofit organization dedicated to economic development and policy advocacy in the El Paso, Las Cruces, and Juarez region. With a powerful regional story to tell, one of rapid growth, a binational workforce, major manufacturers, comprehensive logistics, and some of North America's largest military assets, as well as a vibrant cultural scene. The Borderplex Alliance is here to implement positive long-term growth and change. Visit www.borderplexalliance.org to learn more. 0-0, the story on the Susparo scoreboard. Back to Aggie Memorial Stadium in a moment. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back to Las Cruces, New Mexico. Aggie Memorial Stadium, the site of this afternoon's game. Aggies looking for a victory to become bowl eligible. Today's game is sponsored by Farm Bureau Financial Services. Schedule a super check with your agent to make sure your world is protected. And Corey, the Aggies showed a little more progress on offense that time, but the, those nagging penalties continue to, to be uh, a problem. Yeah, definitely. A couple of penalties on that drive just kind of backs us up. And, um, you know, we showed that we can move the ball on this defense. And, and that last fourth down play, the Aggies really were just kind of in no man's land and, you know, a little bit too deep for a field goal and too close for a punt situation. Dallas Davis is now the quarterback for the Jaguars. He brings a man in motion. They fake to him. They give to the running back. He and the man in motion is the man who gets the ball. He takes the ball upfield for eight yards. Harrington and Austin Perkins make the tackle, and it'll be a second down and nine situation for the for the Jaguars. Yeah, Davis brings his man in motion, and she's kind of a fly-sweet motion, and uh, just a good job of misdirection by this uh, Jaguars offense. Um, allows them to pick up big yards on first down. Line of scrimmage now, the... Jaguar 37. Again, they send a man in motion. He sets up as a wing on the right side. Davis on a quarterback keeper is across the 40-yard line. Harrington makes the tackle. There is a penalty flag on the play at the line of scrimmage, though. The gain was enough for the first down, but again, we have a penalty. Yeah, this offense for the Jaguars, you know, they run a lot of different plays and sets, and um, they really get their quarterback involved and um, have run their quarterback a few times trying to allow them to, to make some plays with their legs. The officials, well, they finished the discussion. Offside, defense, number 28. Aggies were offside. And that will, it's Shane Jackson, the sophomore from Houston. And this will put the ball at the South Alabama 44-yard line. And the Jaguars have a first and 10. So 
the Yankees, it may just be nervous energy amped up. And that's why these penalties are occurring, because they're those kind of penalties. Davis has Robinson in the backfield. Davis wants to pass. Passes high. Intended for uh, Harris. Owens in the coverage. I think it'll be second down and 10 now for the Jaguars. Yeah, Owens does a really good job of just jumping that quick slant route. Um, again, this Aggie defense should know when those quick plays are coming because literally this front line of this offense is cutting down the defensive line when they're throwing those kind of quick, quick slant routes and quick out routes. Dallas Davis has completed 58% of his passes coming into this game. Throws f- pump fake. Now goes downfield, and the pass is caught at the 27-yard line. Malik Stanley got around Demarcus Owens, and the Jaguars are now at the Aggies 27, first and 10. Owens is really in good protection there and, and coverage, and uh, the quarterback just throws the ball up and allows his receiver to go up and make a play. Um, huge first down for this Jaguars offense right now. So South Alabama with their deepest penetration into Aggie territory. Has the ball now at the NMSU 26 first down. Trey Minter in the backfield with the quarterback Dallas Davis. On the right side hash mark. Davis takes the shotgun snap. Goes over the middle of the pass. Is caught by the tight end Rankmeyer. And he's tackled at the 22 yard line by Leon McQuaker. Gain of five, four rather, second down and six for the Jaguars. Yeah, the Jaguars uh, literally just send all their receivers on streak routes um, outside of the tight end who's basically running like a six or seven yard shallow route underneath. And Davis, the quarterback for the Jaguars, is just able to find him as an open man and pick up a, a huge chunk of yards on this first down play. Second down for South Alabama. They're at the Aggie 22-yard line. Minter stays in the backfield with the quarterback, Dallas Davis. Davis, three-step drop, pressure coming. Steps up, he'll run. He's at the 20-yard line. The Aggies have him there. Two-yard gain after the quarterback was forced to run. It's going to be third down and three now for South Alabama. Yeah, really good job by the Aggies' defensive backfield. Staying in coverage and forcing the quarterback to try to step up into the pocket. Uh, Good job by the linebackers of stepping up and not allowing him to run for a first down. Harrington made the tackle. Josavia Reese, the man who put the pressure on Davis. And the Jaguars now have a third down and four at the Aggie 20-yard line. Minter in the backfield with the quarterback, Dallas Davis. Way comes in motion to the right, now back to the left, now back to the right. Davis rolls out to the right, throws to Way. He's got the ball at the 15, and he's forced out of bounds with the first down. Demarcus Owens pushes him out at the 11-yard line. First to 10, South Alabama. Five seconds to go in this first quarter. Yeah, that's kind of a clever play by this Jaguars offense. Uh, They run the receiver in a couple of different directions and uh, does a couple of things. You know, they're able to see if they're in a man coverage or not, which the Aggies were, and they just slipped him out into the flat, and he's able to pick up the first down on that offensive play. 15 minutes played. The story on the Susparo scoreboard shows Aggie 0, Jaguar 0. What's the first thing you think of when you're here in New Mexico Mutual? Did you know? New Mexico Mutual provides free safety education and resources that can help reduce the occurrence of workplace accidents. So many New Mexico businesses, big and small, think of New Mexico Mutual first. And with New Mexico Mutual, your premium dollars stay local. Ask your agent today about New Mexico Mutual coverage at work. We head to the second 15 minutes. 15 minutes played, 45 minutes to go. 0-0 on the Cisparo scoreboard. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. 
Claire. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa and pepper jack cheese because, of course, all on top of two fresh beef patties or with chicken on a brioche bun. Whataburger's limited-time pico de gallo burger and new pico de gallo chicken sandwiches. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. 0-0 zero, zero so far here at Aggie Memorial Stadium with a look at the first quarter stats. Here's my partner, Corey Lucas. So right now, Jack, you know, 0-0 uh, zero, zero score. Uh, first downs for the Aggies. We have three total first downs. Uh, the Jaguars have five. Um, rushing yards, uh, the Jaguars have seven attempts for 15 yards. Um, and right now we're showing zero yards as a team. Uh, Larry Rose has uh, seven yards on three carries, and Huntley um, has... He lost the seven yards on that reverse. lost the seven yards on that reverse, so that was a huge one for this uh, Russian offense. Uh, Tyler Rogers passing-wise is 6 of 8 for 71 yards and his longest 20. Um, So defensively, um, Demarcus Owens is doing a really good job. He already has six tackles in that first quarter uh, with with Quaker and Harrington following with five tackles apiece. Doctors Michael McGuire, Dan Romanelli, Paul Size, David Barrera, and Nicholas Scarcella of the Las Cruces Orthopedic Associates, our NMSU Athletics team of orthopedic physicians. LCOA's prestige surgeons are board certified in their specialties. They have the best practices with proven effectiveness. LCOA, one of the top providers of orthopedic care in the Southwest. They're proud to be Aggies. Well, the Jaguars are threatening. They've got the ball at the Aggies' 11-yard line as we start this second quarter. Yeah, it'd be really big if this defense can hold to a field goal attempt right now. And um, like to see if we bring a little bit extra pressure against this quarterback. Dallas Davis. Did not start the game, but he is leading the Jaguars in this uh, series. Carlos Robinson, the second, is in the backfield with him. And Davis to the air, to the end zone for Way, overthrown. Jamarius Way, the intended receiver uh, in the deep corner. Perkins there in coverage. Now it's second down and ten. Yeah, the Jaguars just go for a fade route to their receiver out of the slot position. Uh, He's just throwing it to the back left pylon and hoping his receiver can make a play for him. Second down now for South Alabama. Glad to have you with us wherever you might, might be tuned in this afternoon. Tell us on our Twitter feed at, at AggieSportsNet. Ball still on the right side, hash mark. Davis with two receivers to the left now brings his tight end, Rinkmeyer, in motion. Sets up as a wing on the left. Davis going to run. He's across the 10. He's at the 5, and Davis takes it in. Dallas Davis, an 11-yard touchdown run. Lomax there to tackle him, but he's in the end zone, and there is a penalty flag on the play in the end zone. Flag in the play. And we brought some pressure on that play, and Davis just escapes the defender for the Aggies. It looked like it was uh, Harrington coming in and uh, was just able, unable to make that tackle, and uh, he basically walks into the end zone. The penalties in the, when there's a penalty flag in the end zone after a touchdown, it's usually some sort of celebration penalty or unsportsmanlike. And there are there's more than one on the uh, on the turf there. It looked like one of the Aggie defenders' helmets came off as well um, in the end zone, and he was saying something to the to the referee. Well, we're still waiting for the indication. So the Aggies' Austin Perkins is the man who is uh, the guilty party for the penalty. 
15-yard penalty that will allow the Jaguars to kick off even closer to the Aggies. And so the sophomore from Tucson, his uh, emotional uh, action hurts here in this first half. Yeah, definitely. That hurts on that kickoff, too. And, uh, you know, just got to get our heads together and, and try to come together and make some plays on, on both sides of the ball right now for this football team. Gavin Patterson's PAT is good. And so the Jaguars are up 7-0 on the Cisparo scoreboard. Aggies just have to calm down, I think. I, I really think that's one of the problems here, Corey, is it? I agree. They're so excited. They just have to put that aside, calm down, and just play ball. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's just been a couple of miscues on defense. You know, the defensive backs a couple of times have been uh, not in the greatest positions to make a play. Um, we've brought some pressure, and, and Coach Baziani's dialing up some really good pressure um, on some specific plays, but we're just not able to wrap up this quarterback um, on defense when we are bringing pressure. Offensively, uh, you know, we're moving the ball, but we've just shot ourselves in the foot a couple of times with some of these penalties uh, that really just kill the momentum of the drive when you have to stop, especially if this offense is trying to go fast tempo like they have been. South Alabama will kick off at the 50-yard line uh, because of the penalty uh, against Austin Perkins. Yeah, this isn't a bad place to try an onside kick. Yeah, no, if, you know, South Alabama was smart, it would definitely be something that they would do because it's not going to hurt you that much field position-wise um, if the Aggies do recover. So hopefully the Aggies are aware that, you know, that could be a possibility on this opening kickoff. Gavin Patterson has teed the ball up. And it is a pooch kick. It will be taken at the seven-yard line. The man is to the 10, across the 15, to the 20, 25, 30, to the near side, to the 35, to the 40, and out of bounds there. It's Jonathan Boone. So Boone, the man who returns the ball out to the 40-yard line, first to 10 New Mexico State, their best starting position for their offensive drive. Yeah, that's a huge pickup on that return for Boone and really puts the Aggies in great field position. And let's see if this offense can take advantage of this field position in this second quarter. Aggies start at the 42-yard line. Jonathan Boone is the guy that you kick to because you don't want to give it to Jason Hundley, and Boone burns the Jaguars for that strategy. Hundley and Rose in the backfield with the quarterback, Tyler Rogers. Aggies start at their 42. Now Rose goes in motion out of the formation. They throw to him. Rose upfield. He's across the 45, still going at midfield. He's knocked out of bounds at the Jaguar 49-yard line by Bull Barge. Big block from Greg Hogan and Jaleel Scott. It's a gain of nine for the Aggies. Yeah, really well-designed play. They send Rose into motion to Tyler Rogers' left, and he just catches a screen pass, and he has both Scott and um, his other receiver out on the left making huge blocks for them, Hogan, uh, to pick up a first down. Ball down the left side, hash mark. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Rodgers has Rose in the backfield. They give to Larry. Larry hit at the line, and I don't think he got, he's going to be close to what's needed for the first down. I'm not sure he got it. Yeah, that's real close. I'm not sure if he got that first down. Uh, this defensive line for the Jaguars are just doing a good job of establishing the line of scrimmage on these offensive run plays for the Aggies right now. Sean Brown, the man who made the tackle, and it is it was no gain. Third down and one now for the Aggies. Still at the Jaguars. 49. The Aggies bring Lottie in motion from left to right. Rodgers wants to pass. Goes back to his right. And complete. it's complete to Isaiah Lottie. Nigel Lawrence makes the tackle. And the Aggies will have the ball for the first down at the Jaguar 46-yard line. 
Yeah, good job picking up that first down. The Aggies decide to go for a little quick pass to the end um, and able to pick up a first down right there on, on third and short. At the Jaguar 46, Rodgers going down the far boundary. Wide open, Scott makes the catch and then tumbles out of bounds at the 11-yard line. Jaleel Scott wide open, had to pivot to come back to the ball. Reeves is there defensively, but Scott has a first down. Tobias Moss, the man who fell down. Yeah, Rodgers has a lot of pressure in his face, and he's just throwing it up to Scott, his big 6'6 receiver out there. Uh, the defender found, fell down, and Scott's able to pick up a huge first down. On first down, play fake to Rose to the end zone to Scott, batted away. Good defensive play that time by the quarterback over there, uh, DJ Daniels, and it's second down and 10. Yeah, again, the Jaguars are bringing some pressure um, on the Aggies from Tyler Rogers' left side, and uh, Rogers is forced just to try to throw that ball up as quick as he can, um, and hopefully uh, Scott is able to pick up that touchdown. Unfortunately, the defender gets his hand on the ball. Khalil McDonald for South Alabama is shaken up, and so there is a momentary stoppage. Aggie football brought to you by Wells Fargo, proud supporter of the NMSU Aggies football team and dedicated to helping people reach their goals on and off the field. Call, click, or stop by to start a conversation with them. Wells Fargo, together we'll go far. Situation is this. The Aggies have the ball at the South Alabama 13-yard line, trailing 7 to nothing. Yeah, that's a huge opportunity for this Aggie offense to uh, really just answer that touchdown that the Jaguars scored and, uh, and get themselves back into the ball game, get this crowd back into the ball game, and um, hopefully build a little bit of momentum uh, by putting the ball into the end zone. McDonald is being helped off by two members of the South Alabama athletic training staff. He is a 5'11 sophomore from Madison, Alabama. And he cannot put any weight on his left ankle or his left foot. Second down for the Aggies. Rose in the backfield with Tyler Rogers. Two receivers to either side. Rogers to the air. To the end zone to Connor Kramer. Incomplete. Ball was lobbed up there. And Darian Mills deflects the ball away from Kramer. Now it's third down and 10 for the Aggies. Yeah, again, just trying to get the ball into the end zone there. And that's twice that Mills has gotten his hand on the ball in the end zone uh, to knock the pass down. Uh, brings up a huge third down opportunity for this Aggie offense. Great crowd on hand here today to see the Aggies play. They are looking for victory number six to be bowl eligible. Rodgers takes the shotgun snap, goes to his right, and the pass is overthrown and incomplete. The Aggies did have a man in the area. It was Larry Rose the third. Nigel Lawrence got a hand on it. The incomplete pass brings up a fourth down, and the Aggies will bring the field goal team on. Dylan Brown will try a 30-yard field goal from the left side hash mark. So the previous two plays, the Jaguars bring some pressure um, on quarterback Tyler Rogers. That play, uh, the defenders really decide to drop into his own coverage, and uh, Rogers gets rid of the, the ball a whole lot quicker than he wanted to on that play. 30-yard attempt. Brown is 3 of 5 in this area this year. His kick is on the way, and the field goal attempt is good. So the Aggies are on the Susparo scoreboard where nobody beats the Susparo deal with 12.50 to go in this second quarter. South Alabama 7, the Aggies 3. There's a member of the Aggies team that's been suiting up since 1973. They haven't made a first down, caught a pass, or sacked a quarterback, but they've been wearing and living the crimson and white proudly in that 44-year time. 
The Ashley Furniture Home Store has been there for all seasons for all Aggie teams. Ashley Furniture Home Store has Aggies on their team as well as they employ local people who live in our town and support our team. They know we all win when we support our hometown. You won't see them returning a punter, intercepting a pass, but the folks at the Ashley Furniture Home Store behind NM State from kickoff to final gun. Join them on the Aggies team and visit their showroom at 3299 Del Rey and wear your crimson. You'll be in good company. Back to Aggie Memorial in a moment. 12.50 to go in this first half. Aggies down 7-3. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Clear. Football today on the Aggie Sports Network, NMSU in South Alabama. Underway, Jaguars lead 7-3. Basketball tomorrow will be on the air at 3.30 for the pregame coverage, sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield, as the Aggie basketball team hosts Prairie View A&M. That's a 4 o'clock start tomorrow. Your ticket from this game will allow you to buy a $5 ticket for basketball tomorrow. That's 4 o'clock start in the Pan Am Center. Parker Davidson has teed the ball up, and he'll be kicking off to South Alabama with 12.50 to be played in this second quarter. As the Aggies able to get on the scoreboard on a 30-yard field goal by Dylan Brown. And Patterson's kick goes to the far side, caught in the end zone. The man will bring it out. He's across the five at the 10. And the Aggies have him hemmed in, and he'll be down at the 12-yard line. Still fighting forward as he fights past the 12 and up to the 16. But a lot different story on this kick coverage than the first time the Aggies kicked off. Yeah, a lot better on that kick coverage and really good job of these Aggie defenders staying in their lane and just converging to the ball um, and getting past these um, initial front and second line of the kickoff return team for the Jaguars. Jonathan Hood, Austin Perkins, and Jared Phipps combined for the stop. And so the Jaguars will start this possession at their 17-yard line, leading 7-3 in this second quarter. Another huge opportunity for this Aggie defense to get themselves back into the ball game and uh, breathe a little bit of life into the stadium as well. Dallas Davis out for his second possession. Minter, rather, Garvin started the game. Then Davis came on as we were told he would in that last possession. Davis throws a screen pass. It's caught. The man is across the 25 to the 30. And across the 35 to the 37-yard line, screen pass to Trey Minter. Minter tackled by LaForce and Harrington. First to 10, though, for the Jaguars now at their 37-yard line. Yeah, Jaguars bring a, a man in motion all the way across the left side of the field, and uh, they throw the screen pass to the running back to the right, and uh, just a good job by the lead blockers by this offensive line to pick up a first down. 12-16 to go in this second quarter. Jaguars have the ball at their 37-yard line. Davis... Now moves his tight end, Rinkmeyer, from the right to the left wing formation. High snap. It's fumbled, and the Aggies have it back. I believe Roy Lopez, the man who had it initially, as Davis couldn't handle the snap, and the Aggies will have the turnover at the Jaguar 32-yard line. Huge turnover for this Aggie defense, and just a big pickup. Good job by Lopez striking in, getting his hand on the ball and knocking it out of the, the running back's hands. Again, that's just a good way to get this crowd back in the game, get the ball back into your offense's hands, and hopefully they can make a play right here. I hope there's never a situation where I have to try to take something away from Roy Lopez because <laughs> I'm going to be on the short end of that. I know that. He's a big, strong man, and he does a really good job just plugging up that interior side of the offensive uh, line. Slot to either side for Tyler Rogers. Rose is in the backfield with him. First and 10 for the Aggies at the Jaguar 
three-yard line. Rodgers to the air. Goes to his right. Pass is caught. Bananas across the 25 at the 20. Still on his feet. And then out of bounds. He stepped out at the 19-yard line. Isaiah Lottie to catch. Malcolm Bugs the tackle. And the Aggies move the ball to the Jaguars. 20, first and 10. Yeah, Lottie just slides into the right side flat. Rodgers is able to find him. Picks up a huge first down right there. Aggies again going quick. Give to, rather fake, the, rather it is Larry Rose the third goes to his left, up back to his right, and Rose is tackled right at the line of scrimmage by Daryl Songi. As Larry, unable to make much progress going forward, winds up with no gain. Yeah, Larry Rose is turning to a sideline and kind of tapping his chest, saying, my bad. You know, probably trying to make a little bit too much on that play. Um, but again, this Aggie offensive line, if we could establish a little bit of push upfield on those zone read option plays, uh, we could be successful. Second down and 10 for the Aggies. Rose stays in the backfield with Rodgers. Slot to either side. Rodgers rolls to his right. Still looking to throw. Fires downfield. Caught. And does the man hang on to it at the 15-yard line? It's, again, Isaiah Lottie. And Lottie hangs on to the ball. At the 16, it'll be third down and five for the Aggies. Reeves the tackle. Yeah, the Aggies basically going to scramble drill right there where Rodgers is forced out of the pocket to his right. And the receivers at that point are really just trying to find themselves and get open against this Jaguars defense. Hundley in the backfield now with the quarterback, Tyler Rodgers. Muse goes in motion from right to left. They throw to Muse. He's caught the ball at the 15 and is down there. Tyler got the ball to Muse, who was pivoting to get to it. He makes the catch, and Lawrence is there to tackle him. And so now the Aggies have a really no gain that time. So it's fourth down again, and we'll see another field goal attempt. Yeah, unfortunately on that play, the ball is just thrown behind him and uh, doesn't allow him to catch the ball and run. He's forced to kind of turn and catch the ball. Um, really just a hard play to make right there. Good job picking up the catch, but um, unfortunate that he wasn't able to turn upfield after that catch right there. 32-yard field goal attempt from Dylan Brown from the left side hash mark. Connor Kramer, the holder, and the kick is away. And Brown's next field goal is good. So Brown, two for two from placements. 9.57 to go in this second quarter. South Alabama now leads by a score of 7-6. to six. Are you looking for a better-paying job or a new career? If so, you may want to consider an exciting opportunity in the construction industry. Lyuna Local 16 and its contractor partners have upcoming work opportunities throughout New Mexico and are looking for interested men and women. For more information, text JOBS to 797979 or go to LyunaJobs.com. 9.57 to go in this first half. Aggies down 7-6. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Aggies down 7-6 with 9.57 to be played in this second quarter. Sports Accessories has Aggie gear of all types. They'll do custom orders if you don't see what you want from the vast inventory. Sports Accessories when you're ready to Aggie up. Shamad Lomax, the man who recovered the fumble. Lopez, the man who, who kind of messed it all up uh, for, for Lomax to recover the fumble. Yeah, definitely. That's a great play by both of them those players by Lopez just getting in and getting his hand on the ball and Lobax just being able to find the ball and hop on it. Um, offensively for the Aggies, you know, I know they wanted to come away with six points there um, versus three, but um, again, just breathing a little bit of life into this team and, and we know this is going to be a ball game today. Um, it wasn't going to be a blowout, so uh, we're going to have a, a really good ball game in our hands, um, but we just need to continue to play and get points on the board. Parker Davidson's kickoff Again, will be taken right at the cusp of the end zone. The man is across the 5 at the 10, the 15, and hit and solidly put down at the 20-yard line. Kawan Baker bringing it out. McQuaker makes the stop. 
Henry G is tuned in on TuneIn. He checked in with us. Tell us where you're listening on the Aggie Sports Network or on TuneIn at our Twitter handle, at Aggie Sports Net. And I wonder if Henry G is wearing that New York Titans throwback jersey. <laughs> Aggie defenders forced a turnover. South Alabama is very good on turnovers. Coming into the game, they were plus four, Corey. So that to get one from them is kind of unusual. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't turn the ball over very often. Uh, they do a really good job of taking care of the football. So that's a good sign by this Aggie defense of getting a turn- turnover. Cole Garvin back in at quarterback. He's going to run it upfield, and the Aggies have him down at the 24-yard line. A gain of three, Stody Bradley comes in to make the tackle. It'll be second down and seven now for the Jaguars. Yeah, the Jaguars are running that play a couple of times where they fake a sweep, a quick sweep to the running back, and the quarterback just takes the ball up the middle with the pulling backside guard um, really just helping to lead block there. And a really well-designed play, and the Aggies um, hopefully will start to snuff that out as this game goes on. Minter in the backfield with the quarterback, Garvin. Aggies down 7-6 in the second quarter. Garvin throws to his left, and there's no one there. Jamarius Way is still running downfield. The ball was thrown behind him. And so now it's third down and seven. So Way was zigging when Garvin thought he was going to be zagging. Yeah, clear miscommunication there. And uh, the quarterback thought he was just running a quick hitch route, and the receiver thought he was running a streak route, and the ball just sells uh, to nobody. So it brings up a huge third down for this Aggie defense. Line of scrimmage, the Jaguars' 25-yard line. Rinkmeyer, the tight end, goes in motion from left to right, now sets up as a wing. Aggies look like they're going to bring pressure. Garvin, two-step drop, throws over the middle. It's caught, and the man is tackled at the 30-yard line. They go to Jameer Taylor, who is tackled by Jared Phipps, and it is not enough for the first down. Fourth down and two now for the Jaguars. Yeah, good job by the linebackers really just staying in coverage there um, bringing up a fourth and short situation it looked like the Jaguars are probably thinking about possibly going for that um, but they do bring the punt team out onto the field now their kicker we've seen twice before Corliss Waitman and the first quarter Waitman averaged 37 yards a kick Larry Rose the third is back to receive Waitman's punt 8.27 to go in this Second quarter, Waitman's kick is a nice high one. Rose has trouble handling the punt. Runs underneath it after making a fair catch, and the Aggies will have the ball at their 28-yard line. But kind of a close call there, but Larry falls on it, and that's where the Aggies will start. Very close call. A little scary there. 8.18 to go in this second quarter. Open to the public. The NMSU golf course features a championship course, driving range, season passes, and a wide selection of Aggie apparel and equipment. The restaurant offers weekly specials, a daily happy hour, weekend brunch, and the best view in Las Cruces. Join them on Herb Wimbley Road or online at nmsugolf.com. 7-6, South Alabama the lead, but the Aggies have the ball. Will we come back? Now this... I think these guys are the ones coming up at halftime. Right here. The guy in the gray t-shirt. He's not wearing any Aggie stuff. (laughs) Ten seconds. There's Mr. Margarita. Get ready. 
Jack Nixon, Corey Lucas with you here in Las Cruces, New Mexico, Aggie Memorial Stadium. Today's sponsor, Sierra Electric in Elephant Butte, your local New Mexico Touchstone Energy Cooperative, wants to remind you they are owned by you, their members. So the Aggies start with decent field position here, Corey. They just need to keep that offensive pressure on South Alabama. They really do. And South Alabama, Jack, has done a good job of just mixing up some of their pressure. Sometimes they drop into a zone blitz. Uh, sometimes they just drop into man coverage across the board. Um, but what they've really been doing well is stopping our run. Um, so offensively, we don't want to become one-dimensional. We want to make sure we're a little bit more balanced on that side of the ball. Larry Rose the third in the backfield with the quarterback Tyler Rogers. Sends Hogan in motion from left to right. Now throws to Hogan. Hogan heads upfield. He's across the 30 and takes it out of bounds. And the penalty flag is down. Hogan goes out of bounds at the That's 34. But a penalty flag was thrown after Hogan went by the official. And I have a feeling that will likely affect the spot of the ball. Yeah, Hogan comes for basically just a shallow route all the way from the right side of the field in a slot position. And... Uh, he's able to catch the ball, but we might get a block in the back by our outside receiver, um, which allowed him to get upfield. The gain was for six yards. However, and there's a long discussion on this, too, uh, as and now we're here from the referee ho- holding. So the Aggies guilty of holding. That'll cost them 10 yards. As the Aggies continue to have problems with penalties here in this first half. Yeah, Jack. Those penalties are really just kind of nipping this uh, Aggie offense right now. And um, those are some things that we just need to try to eliminate if we're going to be successful and get a W today. Um, Because those are just drive killers. You know, it stops the tempo. It stops the momentum of this offense. uh, Really just stops the flow of the game. So... Uh, need to try to eliminate those penalties as much as we can. Rose in the backfield with Tyler Rogers on first down and 20. Rogers rolls to his right, now sets up and throws to Rose. Rose escapes the first tackle. It's at the 25. Rose across the 30. Rose to the 32-yard line. Larry Rose, a gain of 13 yards before Darian Mills makes the tackle. It'll be second down and seven after a nice run by Larry Rose, who escaped Daryl Songi to move upfield. Yeah, really good job by Rose. The Aggies basically are setting up a screen to the left, um, and Rose is able to escape one tackler and pick up a huge amount of yards to put this back into a second and manageable situation. From the 32 yard line. Rose shifts into the backfield. Rogers will take the snap near the left side hash mark. And he goes with a pass complete. I believe it's Jaleel Scott who's forced out of bounds at the 37. To Ryan Mills again on the tackle. And it'll be third down and two for the Aggies. Yeah, just a quick hitch route by Rogers to Scott. Um, his defensive back is basically playing soft coverage and uh, able to pick up some good yards and brings up third and short for this Aggie offense. Aggies have the ball at their 37. They have to get it to the 39. Rose in the backfield with the quarterback, Tyler Rogers. Rogers wants to pass, rolls to his right, and now goes downfield, underthrows his intended receiver. And did he make the catch? I think he did on the near boundary, but now they're going to rule incomplete. Again, they tried. The ball was underthrown to Jaleel Scott, who came back to it. And the ruling is incomplete. Oh, I think that's a catch, Jack. I just saw it on the Jumbotron, and I tell you what, that is a huge, huge effort by Scott to go down and get that ball. And obviously the crowd is letting this referee hear it himself as well. So there'll be a review. 
there will definitely be a review of that. As Scott, it, it was a, a, the ball was a dying quail. And honestly, it looked like there was no way Scott was going to be able to get to the ball. But tremendous athletes make plays, and J Jaleel Scott is a tremendous athlete as he just will not be denied getting to the ball. Yeah, really amazing just him trying to go down and get this ball. It looks like he's able to secure it. Um, and not sure how it looked on the opposite side, but from our vantage point, looking on the jumbotron, it looked like he came down with that catch. But I tell you what, more than anything, just the effort by Scott to go down and get that play. And, you know, that's why he's an All-American caliber wide receiver. He'll be playing in the Senior Bowl, which is in Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, the location of South Alabama University. And so the review is underway. Today's game sponsor is Farm Bureau Financial Services. Schedule a super check with your agent today to make sure your world is protected. And the question, of course, is going to be whether Scott caught the ball cleanly if he, if he had his hands between the ball and the turf. And I think, I think that's, that's going to be the question because he's definitely had it before he slid out of bounds. Yeah, it definitely looked like he did catch it cleanly. Now, did he maintain possession going through the catch as well? Another thing they may be looking at is if he did make that catch, where exactly the ball will be down um, according to this uh, referee crew. I have a feeling the call is going to be overruled because the officials are jogging to the South Alabama side of the field, even though we haven't yet heard from the official. And the Aggies are ready to go. And this is going to be a catch and a first down, I predict. Yeah, it looks like they're getting it set up. Scott's catch is ruled good. It's a first attempt for New Mexico State at the South Alabama 39-yard line. Uh, that's a huge play by Scott there. And, uh, again, by Rodgers just trusting, hey, let me throw this up and let my guy go get the ball. First down for the Aggies now at the South Alabama 39. Huntley in the backfield with Tyler Rogers. Two receivers to either side. To the right side, hash mark the snap. Comes Rogers, fires it downfield. Caught. Did the man stay in bounds again? It's a Jonathan Boone. Yes. Boone at the 27-yard line makes the catch in front of Jeremy Reeves. Bull Barge was charging, but Rogers avoided him. First and 10, New Mexico State. Yeah, good job by Rogers, just avoiding the sack right there and getting the ball into his receiver's hands. Huntley in the backfield with Rodgers. First and 10 for the Aggies from the South Alabama right side hash mark. Penalty flags are thrown as, again, I believe the Aggies uh, had a false start. Again, Jack, just a little bit of momentum killer right there by this Aggie offense. Pick up a huge first down, and, you know, we're just starting a little bit too early. And, you know, understand the impact of this game and what it means to these guys and, um, but, you know, we just have to play within ourselves and make sure that we're still playing smart, sound football. First down and 15 now for the Aggies. Third false start penalty of this first half against NMSU. Rose to the quarterback's left. Two receivers to either side. It's an end around to Hundley. Hundley going to the far side, wants to turn the corner, does it the 30. Hundley grabbed from behind and taken down at the 25-yard line. Jeremy Reeves the tackle, but I'm sure that was the play they wanted on the second play from scrimmage uh, on the first possession. This one gets positive yardage. Yeah, that's the exact play that we saw that almost resulted in the sack in the first quarter, uh, first series of this ball game. Um, and again, Huntley is so electrifying. When you get the ball into that guy's hands, uh, there's no telling what can happen. Second down for the Aggies. Second down and seven, we'll say, at the South Alabama 25-yard line. 
Hundley stays in the backfield with Tyler Rogers. The left side hash mark. Two receivers to either side. Rogers wants to throw. Goes to his left pass. Is caught at the 14-yard line. Coming back to the ball, Jonathan Boone. Another first down as Darian Mills makes the tackle on the Aggie Jr. from Orlando, Florida. Yeah, Jonathan Boone does a really good job on running that route. He just drives his man off of the line of scrimmage and has a little hitch route and is able to pick up a huge first down for this Aggie offense. Line of scrimmage now, the South Alabama 13-yard line. Rose to the quarterback's left. Three receivers right, one to the left. Rodgers wants to pass, looks to his right, passes high, but the man catches at the 10-yard line and then is popped. But good. It's Jonathan Boone again. Nigel Lawrence makes the tackle, but it's a gain of three. It'll be second down and seven now for the Aggies. Yeah, the uh, Jaguars defense on that play, Jack, really just drops into a zone coverage, and uh, they're just basically five across um, in his own coverage, and they're just trying to keep everything underneath. Three receivers left, one to the right. Ball is on the right side, hash mark. Larry Rose at the backfield with the quarterback, Tyler Rogers. On second down, they give to Rose. He squirts through a hole and takes it inside the 10 to the 9. And it'll be a short gain of two yards. Roxell McWilliams and Trey Alford to tackle. It'll be third down and still five needed for the Aggies. Yeah, again, Aggies really just trying to establish this run right now. But uh, this defensive lineman uh, for the Jaguars, there's some big boys up there. And uh, our offensive line is just not able to get a little bit more push on them. So it's third down for the Aggies, third down and seven. Two receivers to either side. Rose in the backfield. Rodgers takes the snap. Goes to the end zone. The pass is caught. He's got a touchdown. It is Anthony Muse. That's a heck of a catch by Muse in the end zone. He's really covered, and Rodgers is throwing him open on that play. And what I mean by that is he's basically throwing the ball just a little bit deeper, and he's just saying, my man's going to go get this ball, and Muse dives into the back of the end zone and is able to pick up a huge touchdown for this Aggie offense. So the Aggies, three unanswered scores after falling behind 7-0. They now have the lead 12-7, and Dylan Brown will have the PAT attempt. Brown 36 of 39 and his 40 attempt 40th attempt is good. So New Mexico State University falls behind early but now leads 13 to 7 with 408 to go on the Susparo scoreboard in the second quarter. Aggies will get the ball to start the second half as well. Yeah, that was a great job drive by this Aggie offense and it really all um, starts after that catch by Scott um, that was initially ruled incomplete, but uh, I tell you what, he just has an awesome individual effort to go down and get that ball, um, and Aggies capitalized and able to put the ball into the end zone. After a slow start, Crimson has been wearing, crimson, uh, momentum rather, has been wearing crimson and white since the start of the second quarter, and the Aggies are now in the lead, 13-7. to Yeah, they've been doing a really good job in the pass game, still struggling a little bit um, in the run game right now, but um, Rodgers is doing a really good job of finding open receivers, taking care of the ball, uh, running a lot of hitch routes and underneath routes, and really just, uh, Martin, it seems like he's just trying to get the ball into his receiver's hands and letting them make a play after the catch. Parker Davidson will kick off, waiting deep, Kawan Baker and Jameer Taylor. As the Aggies have scored on their last three possessions, two field goals and now a touchdown. And the kickoff going to the far side will be taken at the one. He's a man's across the five to the ten. 
at the 20, at the far boundary, at the 25. The Aggies finally take him down at the 28-yard line. It is Quentin Lane. Tackle made by Leon McQuaker. And so the Jaguars, with 4-0-1 to go in this second quarter, will start at their 26-yard line. Yeah, so for this Aggie defense, Jack, you know, you got four minutes left in the quarter or in this half. The Aggies do get the ball to start the second half. So really what they're thinking right now is, first and foremost, you want to get a three-and-out situation. Get the ball back into your offense's hands and let them go back down and try to put three or at least or at least three or maybe six on the board. If not, you just want to keep this Jaguar offense out of the end zone or off of the scoreboard going into the second half. Carlos Robinson in the backfield with Cole Garvin. Garvin wants to throw on first down. Two-step drop. Pass is nearly intercepted. Terrell Hanks, the man who had it on his hands, incomplete. And now it's second down and 10 for the Jaguars. Yeah, Hanks in coverage, and he almost comes with a huge turnover for the Aggies. Um, Again, just a good play, good defensive play, and a good stop on first down for this Aggie defense. Clock stopped with 3.57 to go in this second quarter. This guy's somewhat overcast here in the Mesilla Valley, but the temperature's nice. Good day for football, and the fans have responded today. Garvin wants to throw again. Over the middle, it's caught, and the man is wrapped up at the 46-yard line. Austin Perkins makes the tackle on Jameer Taylor, and the Jaguars move the sticks with 3.48 to be played. If this Aggie defense, Jack, is able to get through the um, cut blocks of these offensive lines, and basically what they're doing is at the snap, they're going down, and they're just diving through the legs of the defensive linemen and not allowing that at first line of defense to get upfield. Um, after that, they're just throwing quick passes and um, not allowing the defensive linemen to get their hands in the air as well. Cole Garvin, a junior from Newman, Georgia, gives on an end around. The man is coming to the near side at the 35. The Aggies have him in their sights. No gain on the end around attempt by the Jaguars, Shamad Lomax, the tackle on David Gardner. It'll be second down and 10. Yeah, the Aggie defense does a good job of just reading that reverse, and Lomax does an even better job of basically staying at home um, and not allowing that running back to pick up uh, any extra yards after the reverse attempt. Shamad Lomax, the man who recovered the fumble after it was forced loose by Roy Lopez. Lopez trying to fire up the students on the far side. They respond verbally. Pistol look on second down for Garvin. Behind him is Trey Minter. They fake to Minter. Pressure coming. Garvin rolls to his left. Upfield his pass is caught at the 34-yard line. A good job to get open by David Gardner. Hanks on the tackle, but a, uh, a heads-up play by Cole Garvin, who was being pressured by Shamad Lomax. Yeah, really heads-up play by the quarterback, uh, Garvin. He has pressure coming from both sides, um, and he does something that quarterbacks drill every day, you know, just reverse pivoting. Uh, with the pressure, and he's able to find his receiver dragging across the field to pick up a first down for the Jaguars. Minter stays in the backfield with Garvin. Line of scrimmage, the Aggie 34-yard line now. Garvin to Minter at the 30, and he's upfield and out of bounds at the Aggie 23-yard line. A gain of 12. Leon McQuaker makes the tackle on Trey Mitter, but it's another first down for South Alabama. Yeah, right now South Alabama is just doing a good job of just picking up a few yards here and there and moving the chains. Uh, Defensively for the Aggies, again, what we had talked about before this drive started, uh, you want to try to keep this offense off of the board. Aggies with the lead, 13-7, but the Jaguars threatening now at the Aggies' 23-yard line. Garvin with Minter to his right. Takes the snap at the left side hash mark. 
with time. Now he runs out of time, and the Aggies chase him down at the 20-yard line. A solid hit put on the quarterback by Shamad Lomax at the 20, a gain of uh, at the 19, they say, gain of four, second down and six. We're down to 157 to go in this first half. Yeah, these quarterbacks um, for the Jaguars, they're running this two-quarterback system with Davis and Garvin. Garvin in right now uh, seems to be uh, the more mobile of the quarterbacks, and he's doing a good job of stepping up in the pocket and picking up some plays. Garvin has received the Offensive Player of the Week honor in the Sun Belt. It's second down for the Jaguars, now at the Aggies' 20-yard line, second down and seven. Garvin throws to his right. The pass is underthrown and incomplete. Hanks in the coverage. Pass was intended for David Gardner. Now it's third down and seven for South Alabama. Yeah, big third down for this Aggie defense. Uh, that play again, the de- offensive linemen go to cut the defense alignment. Um, and really that's just to get their hands down so they're not able to bat down a ball. Um, and Hanks just does a great job in coverage um, to force a third and, and medium situation for the Jaguar offense. Line of scrimmage, the Aggies 20-yard line. South Alabama has to get it to the Aggie 13 to keep this possession going. Trey Minter in the backfield with the quarterback, Garvin. Ball is at the left side hash mark. Garvin wants to pass. His pass is caught, and the man is wrapped up at the two-yard line. I believe it's David Gardner. He'll be stopped there. They're still trying to force him forward, but they're going to say forward progress. Stopped at the two with 117 left. There is a penalty flag on the play. And it's at the five-yard line. Yeah, this offensive line for the Jaguars does a good job of giving Garvin a lot of time to throw that ball. And uh, the Aggie defense was in the zone coverage right there, and the receiver just finds himself an open part of the zone and able to pick up a first down. The man was stopped at the two-yard line. That's where the flags were thrown. The clock, of course, stopped while this is going on. 1.17 left in this first half. Ron LaForce and Austin Perkins, the man who made the tackle, and the officials, a long discussion. Here we go. Personal foul called against right side guard Harrison Loudon. So what that means is the gain counts, and then the penalty after that moves the ball back to the, I'm going to say the 17-yard line, where it is... Well, they're marking it there, and they say third down. No, it is first down again after the penalty. First down and 10, and there's 115 left, and the clock is rolling. Garvin under center now. Brings the man in motion. That's Gardner. They give to him. They give the ball to another man who's going the other way. The Aggies chase him backwards. He heads up field, and the Aggies chase him out of bounds at the 26-yard line. Couldn't have played it any better. Great job by this Aggie defense. This Jaguar offense, uh, the quarterback goes under center for the first time this afternoon, and uh, he gives the ball to the guy coming in motion. It's a reverse pass situation, but the Aggies defend it really well, and everyone stayed home and, again, moves this Jaguar's offense a little bit further back away from the end zone. Malik Denby, the man who forced Jordan McRae out of bounds at the 26-yard line, 101 to go before halftime, and it's now second down. And 18 for South Alabama at the Aggie 26-yard line. Robinson in the backfield with Garvin. From the right side, hash mark. Garvin forced out of the pocket. He's sacked. The ball is loose. It's rolling to the far sideline and rolls out of bounds. 
but it'll be back at the 40-yard line. Terrell Hanks, the man who put the pressure on the quarterback, and now a penalty flag is thrown, and I believe it's going to be against the Aggies. That's a huge sack fumble caused by the Aggies, and uh, the Aggies may get a little bit of excessive celebration on this play by Hanks um, following that fumble, forced fumble by him on the backside of the quarterback. Hanks went over to the far boundary. And it is Terrell Hanks. So it's a 15-yard penalty for taunting. And it's another first down, which, frankly, that's a bonehead play. Yeah, it really is, Jack. I mean, that's a huge defensive play by this Aggie defense. Uh, You basically have them push back to almost their 45-yard line and, you know, celebrate, yeah, with your teammates, but the taunting piece we just can't have. Again, just um, ill-advised, unforced penalty and error by this uh, Aggie defense. So the situation is this. The Jaguars have another first down. They're at the Aggies' 25-yard line with 53 seconds to go before halftime. And Garvin has Trey Minter in the backfield with him. From the right side, hash mark. Garvin wants to pass. The Aggies have him in the sights. The pass is caught, and it's Reichmeyer, and he's tackled at the 26. Loss of two. Malik Denby makes the stop, and the game clock is stopped with 43 seconds to go before halftime. Roy Lopez again putting the pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, really good job of pressure by Lopez, forcing the quarterback to throw the ball underneath. Um, Again, just really good job by this Aggie defense staying in coverage. You know, going back to that play before, Jack, you know, with the taunting penalty, unfortunately for this Aggie defense, you know, we had them basically out of field goal range, um, and now with that penalty, it pushes them a little bit closer into field goal range. So um, those are some penalties, and I'm sure Coach Martin and Coach Baziani are just not really happy with that penalty. I'm sure they're happy with the energy, happy with the way that their defense is playing, but we just cannot have those kind of penalties in this kind of uh, this type of game and environment for this Aggie offense or Aggie football team. Line of scrimmage is now the Aggie 26-yard line. It's second down and 11. 43 seconds left before halftime. At halftime, the Farm Bureau Financial Services halftime show will come your way, and we have a bevy of guests, not only from Farm Bureau Financial Services, but also from the Arizona Bowl. We expect to be talking to a representative from that bowl as well. Second down and 11 for South Alabama. Aggies up 13-7. to Reichmeyer, the tight end, moves from the right wing to the left wing formation. Garvin, a quarterback keep. He's tackled at the 30-yard line. Another loss of two. Cedric Wilcox, the defensive player of the week in the Sun Belt, makes the tackle. And now it's third down and 14 for the Jaguars at the 30-yard line. And they have taken their last timeout with 30 seconds, 38 seconds to go in this first half. Yeah, really good job by Wilcox. You know, with Garvin being such a mobile quarterback, uh, Wilcox does a great job of just staying at home, wrapping up the quarterback, and bringing him down for a sure tackle. So the line of scrimmage, they mark him at the 29-yard line. It's third down and 14. To give you all the uh, all the information, Gavin Patterson, the Jaguars field goal kicker, has hit one from 47 yards. If the Aggies can hold the Jaguars to this spot on the field, the field goal attempt would be a 46-yarder. 
Yeah, I saw him warming up pregame, and uh, the guy has a heck of a leg on him. You know, of course, there's no pressure, and, you know, it's not a pressure situation. But, you know, if we could get, you know, a turnover or a loss of yards on this play, that's going to help this defense tremendously. Aggie showing four down linemen. Third down and 13 for the Jaguars. Garvin in the pistol look from the right side, hash mark. Pressure coming. He escapes the first rush. He escapes again. The Aggies again did a shot at him. Penalty flag thrown. Garvin still running. Throws the ball away, and it's intercepted on the far boundary. New Mexico State University makes the interception. Terrell Hanks, the pick. There's a penalty flag in the Jaguars secondary. Wilcott's the man who was putting the pressure on Garvin. And if the penalty's against South Alabama, the Aggies have the ball. It is a hold against the Jaguars. The Aggies have the ball. That's a huge defensive stand by this Aggie defense. They just bring pressure with four defensive linemen, and they're able to get a lot of pressure on this quarterback who's basically back there scrambling for his life. And Hanks just does a great job after the quarterback, Gavin, throws the ball in the air, uh, hoping his receiver gets the ball, steps in front of him, gets his foot down, and is able to pick up a huge interception for this Aggie defense. All right, I'm not mad at Terrell Hanks anymore. <laughs> he made up for it right there, he did, That does make up for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. First down for the Aggies. They're just going to put the knee down and go into halftime as Rodgers touches the knee, and that will be the final play of this first half. Intermission of the story on the Cisparo scoreboard where nobody beats the Cisparo deal. New Mexico State 13, South Alabama 7. The Aggies are going for bowl eligibility today. Back in a moment. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Claire. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? by adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa and pepper jack cheese because, of course, all on top of two fresh beef patties or with chicken on a brioche bun. Whataburger's limited-time pico de gallo burger and new pico de gallo chicken sandwiches. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. Halftime in the Aggies lead 13-7 over South Alabama with a look at the first half stats. Here's Corey Lucas. Thanks, Jack. So currently uh, the Aggies have 10 first downs and um, the Jaguars have 11. Um, passing yards for the Aggies right now. Tyler Rogers is 19 of 24, 213 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Gab, or excuse me, Cole Garvin is 10 of 17 uh, with one interception. He has 103 total yards. Uh, the other quarterback for uh, the Jaguars, Dallas Davis, is 4 of 6 for only 63 yards. Uh, rushing right now, Larry Rose is 6 carries for 9 yards. Uh, but Larry Rose does have 4 catches for 53 yards. Jalil Scott leading right now and receiving. He has 5 total receptions for 80 yards. And Jonathan Boone is right behind him with 5 receptions for 49 yards. Defensively, McQuaker right now again leading the Aggies defense with 8 total tackles. Followed by Owens and Harrington. Both have 6 tackles apiece. Listening uh, to us today, Jeff Grammer popular sports writer for the Albuquerque Journal. Also two former Aggies, Dimitri Norwood and Ty Hodling. 
Ty Hodling, the quarterback who threw the winning touchdown pass to Ryan Shaw in the miracle on Alley Aggie Alley comeback against the Lobos. Time to get your kicks at the Route 66 Casino Hotel. If the Aggies return this kickoff for a touchdown, a lucky season ticket holder gets $5,000 thanks to Route 66 Casino. The kickoff taken at the goal line. It's Hundley at the 5 to the 10. Near side 15. Oh, and the end of the line comes at the 17-yard line. And that is where the Aggies will start this possession. First and 10. Tackle made for South Alabama by David Gardner. Yeah, that was a huge hit by Gardner coming in on kickoff coverage uh, for the Jaguars. Uh, but this Aggie offense, Jack, you know, going into halftime, uh, this Aggie defense was able to hold the Jaguars off the scoreboard. That's uh, going to be really important for this Aggie offense to string together some first downs and try to move this ball down the field. Aggie start at the right side hash mark. The line of scrimmage, the 17. Kramer goes in motion from right to left. Rose in the backfield with Rodgers, who wants to throw. It's complete to Rose. He's across the 20, 25, and then out of bounds on the far side. As the Aggies using Larry, again, you like to say that's a long handoff. Well, Larry got in open space and picks up the first down. He did get the first down. Yeah, he did get the first down. It's, again, just a really well-designed play with Rose just swinging out to his left. And again, like you said, Jack, just a long handoff, getting the ball into Rose's hands and letting him make some plays out in the open field. First down for the Aggies at their 27-yard line. Now Rose shifts into the backfield. Larry has hurt the Jaguars with his pass receiving rather than his running from scrimmage. Rodgers wants to throw, hesitates, now completes the pass. It's Lottie. Lottie upfield across the 35. Lottie's still going. He's to the 40-yard line, a gain of 13 before Reeves makes the tackle. Really good job by that Aggie offensive line, giving Rodgers some protection on that play and allowing him to find Lottie, who just slides underneath the coverage and, again, makes a good job of uh, catching the ball, securing the ball, and then getting some additional yards after the catch. Aggies bring on tight end Bryce Roberts. He sets up on the short side of the field. That's the left side of the formation. Two receivers to the right. And now Boone goes in motion from left to right. Boone, a big block on that last completion. Rodgers to the air, and it's caught by Scott. He's at the 47, curls away from a tackler, and then taken down at the 47. Jaleel Scott stopped by Nigel Lawrence, but the Aggies continue to move the ball upfield. That one a gain of nine, second down and one. Yeah, good job by Scott just finding an open part of the zone, and Aggies right now going tempo, trying to get this Jaguars defense on their heels. Roberts in the slot on the right side. They fake the ball to Rose, and then Tyler Rogers falls down. Just really didn't, the, 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 well, the fake or the handoff, whatever, didn't come off right. Tackle made by Jimmy Gibson the third. Now it's third down and three. Yeah, that's one of the plays that the Aggies like to run, that zone read. And if that defensive end dives down, he pulls the ball. And uh, the Jaguars just played that one really well and was able to get to Rodgers and force him to get down quickly. Third down and three for the Aggies. They're at their 47-yard line. Kramer goes in motion from right to left. Rose in the backfield with Tyler Rogers. Rogers going to the near side. Pass is caught. The man is out of bounds at the 27-yard line. Aggies have the first down. As again, it's Jaleel Scott taken out by Jeremy Reeves and Darian Mills. And there's a penalty flag on the play as it appeared that Scott was grabbed as he was in his in, headed downfield. Yeah, that penalty came flying in from the back judge way at the tail end of the field. And... Um, Scott just does a good job of getting outside of that defensive back and making another huge play to pick up a big first down for this Aggie offense. The penalty is declined. The Aggies have a first down. They are at the South Alabama 26-yard line. Dimitri Norwood and Ty Hodling, we mentioned them listening. 
they're, they're still Aggies, former Aggie players, but they're still Aggies. Glad to have you listening as well, wherever you might be tuned in. Huntley shifts into the backfield. Now he goes out in formation as Rogers goes to the air. Pass is caught. The man is at the 23 and goes down there. As again, they go to Jaleel Scott for a short gain. It'll be second down and six. Yeah, right now this Jaguars defense is just dropping back into uh, basically like a cover three defense, and um, everyone's in a deep zone right now. So these underneath, underneath passes right now are going to be wide open for this Aggie offense. Slot to either side. Hundley in the backfield with the quarterback, Tyler Rogers. And Rogers seems to be adjusting players. Says something to Hundley. And Rodgers continues to talk to his wideouts. It's second down, and Rodgers takes the snap. Pump fake. He steps up. He's going to run, and he's going to be tackled at the 25-yard line. Loss of two yards. Daryl Songi makes the tackle. And so now it's going to be third down and seven for New Mexico State. Roxell McWilliams also on the on the tackle. Yeah, that time, Jack, the Jaguars actually go to a, a man defense, kind of a cover two man. The two free safeties on top were in the zone, and everyone else was in the man coverage underneath. So a uh, good job by Rodgers recognizing that. Everybody was covered, and he tried to pick up what he could. Hogan to the right, three receivers to the left on third down and eight. Pressure coming as Rodgers goes to his right. Caught by Hogan at the 15. Escapes the tackler and out down the boundary. He steps out of bounds at the 13-yard line. Songi and Lane on the tackle. But it's a first down and the completion to the senior from Houston, Texas. Yeah, Hogan does a really good job running that route. He runs that defensive back like he's running a streak route and he breaks into a comeback. Um, he's wide open to pick up the first down for the Aggie offense. Line of scrimmage now, the South Alabama 14-yard line. Aggies coming out with good energy here in this second half. Give us to Larry Rose, hitting the backfield, escapes. He's at the 10. Larry spins inside the 10 and down to the 8-yard line. Rose picks up. It looks like five yards. It'll be second down and five. Nigel Lawrence on the tackle for South Alabama. That's a really good hard run by Larry Rose to third there. He's lined up to Rogers' right side. Takes a handoff going to the left, and all the linemen are basically stepping to their left. He finds a little seams, able to pick up five really hard yards. Aggies have the ball now at the South Alabama nine. It's second down and five. Rose to the quarterback's left. Rodgers takes the snap from the left side hash mark. Fires to the near side. Ball is tipped incomplete. Two men in coverage as the ball was tipped by Malcolm Bugs. Isaiah Lottie was the intended receiver, and it'll be now third down and five for NMSU. Yeah, fortunate for the Aggie offense that that ball does not get picked off. Uh, Lottie's in basically double coverage. He has a man kind of underneath him with the free safety coming over the top. Rogers tries to slide it in into the flat. Uh, Jaguar defender gets his hand on the ball, and like I say, fortunately that ball hits the ground. Rodgers to the quarterback's left on third down and five from the Jaguar eight. Pressure coming. Rodgers guns it to the end zone. It's intercepted. Ball was off the hands of the intended receiver, Anthony Muse, and intercepted by Tobias Moss. And so this drive ends without any points, and the Jaguars will take over at their 20-yard line. Yeah, it looked like the defender jumped right in front of the receiver's face, and uh, the ball goes off of his chest, bounces up in the air, and uh, another Jaguar defender comes in and is able to pick the ball up after the tip ball up in the air. So the Jaguars will take over at their 20-yard line with 10-18 to be played in this third quarter. Aggies up 13-7 on the Cisbaro scoreboard where nobody beats a Cisbaro deal. 
Yeah, it'd be crucial again for this defense to step up right here after the Aggie turnover. Uh, Aggies did a good job of driving on that offensive possession and weren't able to come up with any points on that drive. Dallas Davis is back in at quarterback for the Jaguars. Gives on first down to Trey Minter. Minter takes the ball across the 20 to the 25. Gain of five for the Jaguars on first down. Jared Phipps the tackle. It'll be second down and five for South Alabama. Yeah, this is how um, South Alabama started the game. Um, and when this game started, it was a couple of handoffs to the running back trying to establish the run. Um, as the game progressed, they went more into a passing offense. Uh, so let's see if they try to reestablish this run again. Dallas Davis with Minter to his right on second down from the South Alabama 25-yard line. Davis goes downfield. The pass is intercepted back by the Aggies. It's Demarcus Owens. Owens, fifth career interception, gets the ball back to Edame Shu at the South Alabama 49-yard line. That's a huge turnover for this Aggie defense. That ball is just clearly overthrown by the quarterback, um, by the Jaguars, and Owens is in just great position. Comes up with, again, another huge interception and turnover for this Aggie defense. So the Aggies get the ball back after turning the ball over in the end zone, and that snuffed out a scoring drive. They get the ball back. The Aggies are now plus two in turnovers, and they'll have the ball at the Jaguar 48-yard line when we come back. It's time for the recruit of the game powered by Zip Recruiter. And the Aggies' recruit of the game is Nick Genty, a 6'2", 200-pound junior from Miramar, Florida. Came off the bench last week to lead the Aggies to a 17-10 victory. The second time he's led the Aggies to victory as a starting quarterback. This has been Recruit of the Games, powered by Zip Recruiter, the smartest way to hire. 9.40 to go, third quarter. Aggies up 13-7. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Another turnover for the Aggies' turnover holster that they have now, Corey. Yeah, pretty interesting. And um, our spotter, Tom, here was letting us know that the holster, holster was uh, back in play. Um, basically, if they get a turnover, you know, you put on the, the old Pistol Pete holster with the six-shooter and a gold football. Um, so just another cool little thing to get this defense excited and riled up and something to work work for. Ever considered having your special event on the NMSU campus? There are many locations with stunning views available. NMSU Conference Services will provide you with expert assistance and coordinate in a successful meeting or event, visit conference.nmsu.edu. Aggies start this possession at the South Alabama 48-yard line. Yeah, Jack, this is going to be a huge possession for this Aggie offense. If they're, if they're able to drive down the field and put some points on the board, that's going to put a lot of pressure on this Jaguars football team. Scott just set off the line on the right. Huntley goes in motion and sets up as a wing on the right. Three receivers to the left. Pressure coming. Rodgers is sacked. Back at the 41-yard line, Bull Barge comes through for his second sack of the year, and Rodgers taken down for a loss of 11 back at the Aggie 41-yard line. Yeah, so the Aggies bring Rose in motion, and um, he, or excuse me, Huntley in motion, and he goes into a slot receiver into an empty backfield. Jaguars bring six in coverage, and we just didn't have enough to defend that uh, pass pressure by the Jaguars. Again, Scott, a wide receiver to the right, Rose in the backfield. Rodgers goes to his left. The ball is incomplete off the in the hands of the intended receiver, Isaiah Lottie, but he just could not pull it in. And now it's third down and 21 for the Aggies. Trey Alford, the man applying the pressure for the Jaguars. Yeah, as an offensive coordinator and a play caller here in a third and long situation, um, right now you just want to try to pick up as many yards as you can. Uh, put yourself in a situation if you potentially could get into four-down territory, but also just change the field position potentially. 
Aggies a third down and 21 after claiming a turnover. Pressure coming. Rodgers throws complete, no, incomplete, through Rose's hands and out of bounds. Aggies just lost their focus on this possession, Corey. Yeah, they really did. That was a sloppy possession, you know, uh, giving up a sack on the first play. Uh, second play, we had a drop ball on the slip screen. Um, and then on that third play, Rose, the ball just goes straight to, through his hand. So, unfortunate series for this Aggie offense to see if uh, Theisler can drive this ball back into the territory and flip this field position for the Aggies. Back to receive the punt is Trey Minter for the Jaguars. Peyton Theisler, the sophomore from Arizona, rushes on, kicks it away, and it goes out of bounds at the South Alabama 27-yard line, and that's where the Jaguars will take over with 8.53 to go in this third quarter. The Borderplex Alliance is a nonprofit organization dedicated to economic development and policy advocacy in the El Paso, Las Cruces, and Juarez region. With a powerful regional story to tell, one of rapid growth of a national workforce, major manufacturers, a comprehensive logistics and transportation network, and a vibrant cultural scene, the Borderplex Alliance is here to implement positive growth, long-term Change, visit www.borderplexalliance.org to learn more. Time out of the Susparo scoreboard where nobody beats the Susparo deal. 8.53 to be played in this third quarter. Aggies up 13-7. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. South Alabama and the Aggies playing football today. Time for our Johnston's Ace Hardware trivia quiz question. What was the la- when was the last year when the Aggies had a winning record in football? And it was not 1960. It's been since then. When was the last year the Aggies had a winning record in football? We'll give you the answer a little bit later in our game. 13-7, the Aggies have the lead. And the quarterback is Dallas Davis for South Alabama. He's under center. And he pivots, play fake to his running back, pressure coming. Dallas Davis rolls to his right, still being chased by Wilcox. He heads up field, and he is tripped up at the 25-yard line by Terrell Hanks as the Aggies cut him off at the pass that time, and it's second down and 12. Yeah, Aggies, again, doing a really good job of bringing pressure to the quarterback to start the second half. And um, kind of unorthodox by this Jaguars offense going under center right there. It just takes a little bit more time to get back into your drop back. And again, Aggies do a good job flushing them out the pocket and staying in their lanes and making sure they get a good short tackle. Davis appears to be ready to be in the shotgun for this snap. Minter's in the backfield with him. Now they put Rinkmeyer in motion from right to left. Now he sets up on second down to the air. The pass is caught and then dropped as Davis tried to get the ball to Jameer Taylor. LaForce there to put the smack down on Taylor. Incomplete. Third down and 12 now for the Jaguars. Yeah, LaForce does a really good job. He's in great coverage. That's a hard route to cover that quick slant route. And he just does a good job of getting his hand on the ball and stripping it out as the receiver's attempting to make the catch. LaForce from Bayou Labatra, Alabama. As there is a man shaken up. And he now gets off the field. It's Shamad Lomax. What a dividend Shamad has played this year. Just a sophomore from Due West, South Carolina. Recovered a fumble today as four interceptions this year. Was a defensive player of the week in the conference. And now third down and 11 for the Jaguars. Pressure coming. Pass up the far side. It's dropped. 
incomplete. Intended for Jamarius Way, the Jaguars now are two of seven on third down. And again, Ron LaForce there to make sure the pass was incomplete. Yeah, again, just another really good job by the defensive front four. If we're able to bring pressure with just our front four on defense, that opens up a whole ton of possibilities for a lot of the other blitz packages that we're able to run. So Wilcots and uh, Lopez and, um, you know, Harrington, those guys coming up out of the linebacker position uh, really are just free to make huge plays on the defensive side of the ball. On the punt the ball for the Jaguars, Carlos Wartman, or rather Waitman, Carlos Waitman, 38-yard average, nice high kick. Rose lets it hit, and I believe it hit a Jaguar player at the 22-yard line, at the 21, and that's where the Aggies will start this possession. Our Johnston's Ace Hardware Trivia Quiz question, when was the last time the Aggies had a winning season in football? We'll tell you later. Power is the information you get from your local New Mexico Energy Cooperative. Socorro Electric and Socorro. Learn more at TogetherWeSave.com. 7.47 to be played in this third quarter. Aggies up 13-7. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Jack Nixon, Corey Lucas with you here at Aggie Memorial Stadium. What a great sight we have today, Corey. The stadium is not, it's not a, a complete sellout, but it is so full and so beautiful to see all these Aggie fans out here having fun. Yeah, it really is, Jack, you know. Um, and this is what this football team and this community is really able to do. Um, come out, support this team, uh, helps fire up the team. Again, playing in front of large crowds just helps you tremendously. Um, so by this crowd being out here today, um, again, they're just helping push this team over the edge right now. Aggies start this possession at their 23-yard line. Johnson's Ace Hardware Trivia Quiz question. The last year the Aggies had a winning season. We'll tell you later in the game. Aggies looking to pick up victory number six today, and that would make them bowl eligible. Tyler Rogers waiting for the go-ahead from the official. Aggies start this possession at the right side hash mark. Huntley goes in motion out of the formation. They give to Rose. Rose falls down. After he heads up field, a yard gain before Larry just loses his balance. Bull barge there to cover him. Be second down and nine now for NMSU. Yeah, Rose takes the handoff from uh, Tyler Rogers' right side. He tries to do a jump cut in the middle of the field, and he just loses his footing and goes down by, um, after a gain of about one yard there. Second down for NMSU. Ball is now placed in the center of the field. Open backfield for Tyler Rogers. Now Rose shifts into the backfield. Three receivers left. One left to the right. That's Jalen Scott, Jaleel Scott. Pass is incomplete at the 30-yard line. Pass is incomplete. Nigel Lawrence, the man coverage of Jonathan Boone. And the Aggies' offense has kind of slipped back into neutral. Yeah, they really have, Jack. You know, after that initial drive in the second half, we've had a, a few interceptions and a couple of slips and uh, drop balls. And, um, you know, they need to keep their foot on the pedal right now and put some points on the board. Aggies have a lead, but it's only six points. And it's third down and nine now for NMSU. Lottie comes in motion from right to left. Rogers takes the shotgun snap. Pass is tipped, incomplete. He wanted to get the ball to Connor Kramer, but Jimmy Gibson the third blocked the pass, and now it's fourth down, and the Aggies must punt again. Yeah, unfortunate, a quick three and out for the Aggie offense, and we talked about this during the break, Jack, that, you know, you want to put some points on the board and give yourself some breathing room, and right now, uh, this last couple of series for this Aggie offense has just been really slow and 
um, haven't been able to move the ball on this Jaguars defense. Plus, you want to make the hill a little bit harder for South Alabama to climb. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and it makes it a slippery slope if you're able to put a touchdown on the board right now. Well, yeah, and then uh, a touchdown would be obviously a two-score advantage. Aggie's having trouble now having a man come on late on the field. They're going to have to take a timeout. So confusion now as the Aggies get ready to punt, and they have to take a timeout. This is not a good thing, uh, Corey. We're not pushing the panic, bu- panic button here, ladies and gentlemen. But this is not a focused, well-oiled team we're seeing here in the third quarter. Yeah, it's really surprising, too, because, you know, that initial drive prior to the interception in the end zone for this Aggie offense, uh, they came out firing on all cylinders and just moved right down the field. Uh, but slowly, as this uh, set third quarter goes on, uh, this Jaguars defense is starting to settle in, um, really because of some mistakes by this Aggie offense more than anything. So Theisler will punt the ball. He's averaging 48 yards a kick as the Aggies shift into their punt formation. Minter is back to receive the punt. Rush is on, but the kick is away. And Minter is driven back, makes the catch at the 23-yard line, running laterally, and he's tripped up at the 20. Great, great one-on-one tackle for New Mexico State University on the play. There's a penalty flag on the field. The tackle was made for the Aggies by Josh Aganon, and there's an Aggie shaken up right where the penalty flags are resting. And the man who's injured is the punter, Peyton Theisler. Yeah, that was really kind of a cheap shot, to be perfectly honest. You know, Theisler is just kind of running down the field, playing a safety position as the punter. and He's up, by the way. And two Jaguar defenders basically just take him out right there. So um, not a very clean play by that Jaguars uh, punt return team. And they are penalized 15 yards for it or a major penalty. It might just be half the distance to the goal line, but Peyton's up and he's okay. Peyton, uh, indestructible at, I want to give you ex- his exact dimensions here, as he is uh, a very valuable member of the team. 5'8", 145. Yeah, he's not a huge guy, but that punt he just hit was a nice driving punt, moving the punt returner back and allowed that uh, punt return team to get down and make a good sure tackle and then tack on the penalty on top of that. So uh, changes the field position game for this Aggie football team. Aggie, Aggie's going with the three-man front now. Lloyd, Bradley, and the other end is Wilcots. And on first down, they snap the ball to the quarterback, Garvin, he's across the 20. He's got the first down and then taken out of bounds on the near side by Shamad Lomax. So Garvin, a nice run, picks up 13 yards and a first down for the Jaguars. Yeah, they're going back to that same play where they fake that sweep to the right to the running back. And uh, that time they actually brought two, the left right guard and the right tackle in on pulling. And uh, they just let the way for a big first down pickup for Garvin. Line of scrimmage is the South Alabama 24-yard line. Cole Garvin has Carlos Carlos Robinson the second to his right in kind of a double wing formation to the right as well they give the ball to Robinson who takes the ball up to the 25 maybe to the 27 it's a gain of three and he's tackled at that point by Deshante Lloyd second down and seven for the Jaguars 607 to go in this third quarter Aggies up 13-7 yeah the Aggies brought a little bit of pressure on that run and were able to stuff the run inside actually uh, same thing without 
uh, the fake toss. They did a counter play still with bringing that uh, right guard and right tackle on, on a pull and trying to lead the way for the running back. Second down and eight for the Jaguars. Cole Garvin and Dallas Davis have rotated at quarterback today for the Jaguars. Give us to Robinson, hit in the backfield, tackle for loss. Terrell Hanks makes the tackle. Initially, Stody Bradley came through to, to slow the running back down. Now it's third down and eight for South Alabama. Yeah, Hanks does a good job coming out of his strong side linebacker position um, and is able to get a good stop on a run from his backside um, of the defense. And um, again, brings up a huge third down right now for this Aggie defense to try to get themselves off the field. Third down and eight for South Alabama. They're at their 27-yard line. And two receivers to the right, one to the left, and the tight end is a wing on the left side. Aggie fans make a noise on third down. Garvin, the drop pass is caught by Way at the 37-yard line. Lomax, the tackle, first to 10 South Alabama. Yeah, the receiver for the Jaguars basically is running a 10-yard in route right there. Aggies bring some pressure, but um, Garvin, the quarterback, has a really good arm. He's falling back, and he fires that ball right in between the numbers of the receiver. So it's the first to 10 for South Alabama at their 37-yard line. Carlos Robinson, the second, in the backfield with the quarterback Cole Garvin. Aggie showing blitz. Garvin looks to his right and is stacked back at the 30-yard line. Leon McQuaker was coming all the way. Garvin hesitated, and he who hesitates is sacked. Loss of seven. McQuaker does an awesome job coming on a blitz from his right side position, and he basically just fakes out the running backs, able to get on the other side of him to pick up a huge sack for the Aggies defense. He blew right around Carlos Robinson, the second, and so now it is second down and 16 for South Alabama. The Aggies defense set a record for sacks in a game and sacks in a season. That was last week, so they're adding to it. Garvin forced out of the pocket, just throws the ball away, and the incomplete pass. The Aggies are looking for intentional grounding. Jasavia Reese in on the quarterback, and the officials will talk about it. The incomplete pass brings up a third down, and the official is explaining it, but we can't hear him over the, the crowd noise. I don't see a flag. Uh, so apparently that was not intentional grounding. Yeah, I didn't see a receiver in the area, and it also didn't look like he was outside of the tackle box area as well. So I'm a little confused that there wasn't a play uh, flag there, but brings up a huge third and long situation for this Aggie defense. Third down and 16 for South Alabama. Garvin with pressure coming, throws a screen pass, and the man is swatted down in the backfield. Terrell Hanks. Puts the smack down on the receiver, Robinson. Shabad Lomax applying the pressure, and the Aggie defense is certainly playing well this afternoon. Absolutely, Jack. That was an awesome individual play by Hanks. Uh, the Jaguars are trying to set up a screenplay, and Hanks comes firing out of his strong side linebacker position and is able to pick up a huge tackle on third and long for the Aggies. 3-13 to go in this third quarter. Aggies up 13-7. Larry Rose the third back to receive the punt from Corliss Waitman. And Waitman's kick 
is a deep one. Rose calls for the fair catch and takes it at the 18-yard line, and that's where the Aggies will start this possession with 2.57 left in this third quarter. Aggie basketball tomorrow on the Aggie Sports Network here in town. Come see the men's basketball team take on Prairie View A&M. That's the start of 4 o'clock. Take your ticket stub from this game, and you'll get a $5. You can buy a $5 ticket for the basketball game. Pre-game coverage starts at 3.30. Well, Jack, it's time for this Aggie offense to step to the plate. You know, your defense has put you in great position, and uh, now we need to try drive down the field and get on the board. I agree, Corey. From the right side hash mark, Tyler Rogers goes to work. Throws out to his right, caught by Rose across the 25. Gives some ground, takes it out of bounds at the 30-yard line. Larry Rose, the third, picks up 12 yards before Malcolm Bugs, a junior from Opelika, Florida, makes the tackle. First and 10, New Mexico State. Yeah, the Jaguars are starting to bring a little bit more pressure on their pass uh, defense and forcing Roger to get rid of the ball quickly, which is okay because we have a lot of underneath passes and routes that we could run. Two receivers to the left. Now Huntley goes in motion to the left. Rogers to the air, downfield, caught, and the man is across the 45. It's Jaleel Scott. Scott, another first down, tackled by Bull Barge. First to 10 for the Aggies at the Jaguar 46-yard line. Another quick pass by Rogers to Scott. Scott lined up, action, a slot on his right side position, is able to pick up a huge first down to that play. Huntley will be in the backfield with the quarterback, Tyler Rogers with his first down play. Aggies at their 46-yard line, trying to add to their 13-7 lead in the Susparo scoreboard. Huntley goes in motion out of the backfield. They throw it to him. He's got it. Midfield, 40, 35, 30. Down the far boundary, hurdles the man and is down at the South Alabama 23-yard line. Nigel Lawrence to tackle a 35-yard run for Jason Huntley. A big block from Jonathan Boone. Yeah, really huge block by Boone. Uh, but Huntley coming out of his running back position running a swing route and basically catches the ball by a beautifully thrown ball by Rodgers in motion and uh, allows him to catch it on the run and able to pick up big yards. Now the ball set at the left side hash mark at the Jaguars 24-yard line. Huntley goes in motion to the right. Open backfield now for Rodgers who has some time. Passes incomplete as it came to Jaleel Scott right as the defender Darian Mills came there. Timed perfectly. Clock stop. Second down and 10. Yeah, Scott running a curl route at about nine yards. uh, Lined up on the right side of the offense. Um, And the defender does a good job. He might have got there a little bit early. Coach Martin's asking for a flag, but the ref's not going to throw it. Um, Brings up a second down, but just a really well-designed play. Um, Aggies will come back to that play because he was open. Second down for the Aggies at their at the Jaguar 23. Pressure coming. Rogers throws complete. The man is at the 20. It's Larry Rose the third. He's down to the 15 to the 13 yard line. Jimmy Gibson the third the tackle. But the Aggies have another first down at the Jaguar 13. Daryl Songi the man applying the pressure that Rogers escaped. Yeah, the with the Jaguars bringing a lot of pressure. Coach Martin dials up a screen to the right to Rose and uh, just a really well timed play with a lot of pressure coming and uh, able to get the ball in to Rose's hands to pick up a first down. First and 10 for the Aggies at the Jaguar 13-yard line. Rose in the backfield to the quarterback's left. Two receivers to either side. Now Rose goes in motion to the left. Rogers to pass. Now he'll run. He's at the 10. He fakes a pass and he just dives forward to the 10-yard line. Gain of three. Songi covers 
Rodgers after the gain, and it's going to be second down and seven. Yeah, smart play by Tyler Rodgers there. You know, he basically, all of his men are covered, and he's just looking to his right side. Looked like it was a, a two-man route play. Um, both of those receivers were covered, and he's able just to pick up whatever he could on that play. 38 seconds to go in this third quarter. Aggies up 13-7, to seven, but now threatening as they have the ball at the Jaguar 10-yard line, second down and seven. Huntley and Rose in the backfield with Rodgers. They fake to Huntley. Pass is incomplete, intended for Larry Rose, but underthrown. And it's third down at seven. Bull Barge with snort and fire, headed right for Tyler Rodgers, as was Malcolm Bugs. Yeah, again, Jaguars bringing some pressure um, for the backside with Tyler Rodgers. Aggies try to go into a little misdirection there where they fake to the running back, going to the right, and sliding the right side running back into the left slot. But um, Jaguars just do a really good job of defending that play for that uh, second down attempt. 23 seconds left in this third quarter. Aggies have a third down and eight at the Jaguar 10-yard line. Hundley in the backfield with Rodgers. Looking to pass. Pressure coming. Rodgers is sacked back at the 22-yard line. Tyler Rodgers held on to the ball and is sacked back at the 22. Wade Forty makes the tackle. And so now it is a fourth down, and it'll be a 39-yard field goal attempt for the Aggies when we go into the fourth quarter. Fifteen minutes to go in this game. Aggies up on the Susparo scoreboard, 13-7. Back in just a moment. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Clear. Aggies up 13-7 on the Cisparo scoreboard. With a look at the stats, here's Corey Lucas. Thanks, Jack. So right now, Tyler Rogers is 29-42 with one interception. He has 356 yards passing and one touchdown. Uh, Jalil Scott has eight receptions for 108 yards. Uh, Larry Rose III has seven receptions for 85 yards. Uh, Jonathan Boone has five receptions for 49 yards. Uh, Leon McQuaker still leading the team in tackles right now with nine total tackles, uh, followed by Hanks and Harrington. Um, with seven tackles apiece. But I think the biggest uh, stat right now is uh, eight penalties for 60 yards for this uh, Aggie football team. That has been a problem. And although, well, the Aggies have averaged 56 yards in penalties, so they're over that. But again, they've come at times when, uh, of course, you're going to say there's never a good time for a penalty, which is true. But they've come at very critical times in a negative way. Absolutely. And it's on both sides of the ball, too, Jack. You know, offensively, if it stalling out a drive or uh, defensively after a big play, um, you know, we turn around and get kind of a boneheaded penalty as well. So I love a team playing with emotion, but again, just playing within yourself. Um, And so right now, like I say, with this uh, potential field goal attempt for this Aggie uh, football team, uh, this is something that they need to get right here, Jack. 39-yard attempt for Dylan Brown. He has kicked a 39-yarder this year. He's two for two today. Connor Kramer is the holder. As the Aggies' kicking game got a lot better when uh, O'Donnell, their recruited deep snapper, got eligible. And I hope I have not created a jinx situation by mentioning that. 39-yard attempt coming from Dylan Brown. High snap, but the kick is away, and it is good! So the Aggies are up 16-7 now on the Cisparo scoreboard as we begin the fourth quarter. 
That's a huge kick right there. Um, and just a really good job by Dylan Brown, just keeping his head down and getting that ball through the uprights. The Jaguars bring a lot of pressure um, on that kick as well, but um, that puts this Aggie football team in a really good position right now um, just to kind of pin their ears back defensively and play a little bit more aggressively as well. Well, the margin, and there's look, there's the whole fourth quarter is, is yet to be played, so there's a lot of football uh, time to be played. However, this gives the Aggies a two-score edge, and South Alabama, they scored first uh, with 14.50 to go in the second quarter, but they have not scored since, and I would say the Aggies' defense has done a pretty good job of, of uh, corralling and uh, and keeping the Jaguars from doing much when they've had the ball. Yeah, they really have ever since that first quarter, to be perfectly honest. Uh, they've just done a really good job of mixing up their pressure, um, just maybe bringing four with their front four linemen. Uh, sometimes they'll bring Wilcox and, and Harrington and uh, those guys, uh, Hanks on some, some blitzes from the outside and the inside. Uh, so they're just doing a really good job of keeping this offense on their heels, not really sure what's coming towards them. Davidson's kickoff will be in the end zone and out. It's a touchback as that Parker's tried that before where there's a uh, he tries to to get it right near the pylon and sometimes it works and that time and sometimes it doesn't that time it did. Yeah, that's a great kick when it works. And fortunately, a couple of times it's gone out of bounds, like right at the one yard line, uh, which puts that ball in great field position for the kick return team. Uh, but also a lot of times, you know, you have a kick returner who will try and go get that ball and uh, it just pins him into the corner and, and they're trying to get him trapped over there to make him for a loss. So the line of scrimmage now for South Alabama is the 25, they're 25. Cole Garvin is the quarterback. We've seen he, Garvin and Dallas Davis as signal caller. Garvin wants to throw on first down. Over the middle pass, ricochets off the re intended receiver, Jamarius Way. It's incomplete. Now second down and 10. Aggies up 16 to 7, nine seconds into this fourth quarter. Yeah, that ball just goes right off of the right shoulder of the Jaguars receiver. And uh, fortunately for the Aggies, that ball is uh, dropped by that receiver because he was open there. But again, Aggies bringing a little bit of pressure and forcing his quarterback to throw underneath. Second down and 10 now for South Alabama. They have the ball at their 25-yard line. Ball close to the left side hash mark. Garvin again wants to throw. A quick pass. It's caught, and the man is wrapped up immediately at the 30-yard line. Shamad Lomax, the tackle on Jamarius Way, and now it's third down. And I'm going to say four yards needed for South Alabama. Yeah, that's a great job by Shamad Lomax. Just drive into the receiver who's running a hitch route on the far side of the field, on the Jaguar side of the field. Uh, he picks up the catch, but as soon as he catches that ball, Lomax is right in his face for a really good short tackle. Aggie fans on the west side having fun, making noise, trying to distract this South Alabama offense. It's third down and four. Garvin. Rolls to his right, pressure coming, throws back over the middle, it's caught, and the man is belted after he makes the catch. Penalty flag on the play, Kawan Baker the catch, Ron LaForce the tackle. Penalty flag is back at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, we're probably going to get an illegal chop block um, on this offensive line for the Jaguars. Uh, the, the Aggies had a defender, I believe it was Harrington, coming in on a, a blitz up the middle, and the, the player was engaged up top, and he also gets uh, chopped below. But looks like the ball's moving the other way. Wow. So they have determined that it was a legal block. Yeah, I'm not really sure about that. I, I saw the whole thing, and 
course, they got a better vantage point than I do, but it definitely looked like a chop block from my end. And I, I'm with Corey on this. First and 10 for the Jaguars at their 42-yard line. Minter in the backfield with the quarterback, Cole Garvin. Minter gets the handoff. Aggies have him in their grasp, but he gets nowhere. Hanks makes the tackle. Also, Deshante Lloyd, no gain. Second down and 10 for the Jaguars at their 42-yard line. Yeah, that's, again, a really good job by this defensive front, just getting a lot of pressure on this offensive line and really just moving the line back two, maybe three yards into the Jaguars' offensive side of the ball. Um, and at that point, the running back really just has no options right there to get any positive yards. Second down for the Jaguars. They're at their 42-yard line. Minter in the backfield with the quarterback, Cole Garvin. Two receivers right, wing to the left. Play fake to Minter. Garvin throws to his right, going downfield. Way is open, but he can't make the catch. You know, to be honest, South Alabama has receivers open, and their quarterbacks have just not been able to get it to him in the right spot. Hanks was beaten in coverage that time. Yeah, he's overthrown him a couple of times. And to be honest, Jack, I was watching these quarterbacks for the Jaguars warming up before the game, uh, throwing some of their fade routes, and they were also missing those fade routes during their warm-up. So for whatever reason, they're just not connecting, and that's a fortunate thing for this Aggie defense. Jaguars 4 of 10 on third down conversions, which is better than their seasonal average of 30%. Now it's third down and 10. Minter in the backfield with the quarterback, Garvin. Two receivers to the right. Garvin wants to pass. He throws, and it is caught. The man has the first down and is down at the Aggies' 45-yard line. Catch made by Kawan Baker, and so the Jaguars take the ball into Aggie territory. Austin Perkins on the stop. Yeah, the receiver for the Jaguars on that play literally comes from the far side of the field, uh, running on basically a deep drag route all the way across the field, and Perkins in coverage is just unable to, to catch up with him on that play. Ball is spotted on the right side hash mark at the Aggie 44. Carlos Robinson, the second in the backfield with the quarterback, Cole Garvin. Garvin looking to his left. His pass is caught. The man is in the open at the 20 and down at the 17-yard line. Jordan McCray makes the catch. McQuaker the tackle, but it's a first and 10 for the Jaguars. He was down at the 17. Yeah, Garvin just puts the ball right into McQuaker's hand for the Jaguars. And again, that offensive line of the Jaguars just cutting down that front four of the defensive line for the Aggies and just allowing him a wide open window to throw that ball into. Line of scrimmage now, the Aggies 17-yard line. Mentor in the backfield with the quarterback, Cole Garvin. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Play fake. Garvin rather goes to his right to the end zone, and the pass is incomplete. Miles Vine making the putting the pressure on. Now it's second down and ten. Yeah, again, looked like uh, the quarterback and his running back right there were not on the same page again. The running back's running kind of a deep will route into the back of the end zone, and uh, Garvin throws that one short. I'm not sure if anyone got their hand on the ball on that play, but uh, fortunate for the Aggies, it brings up a second down situation. It's kind of confusing because it was hard to see what Garvin was trying to do with at that time. Anyway, it's second down and ten. Robinson in the backfield with the South Alabama quarterback. The left side hash mark. He goes to work. Going to the end zone, the pass is caught for a touchdown by Jordan McRae. 
McCray the touchdown catch. Lomax in coverage for McCray. It's his first touchdown of the year. And for Garvin, it is his seventh touchdown pass. And so the, now the Susparo scoreboard shows Aggie 16, South Alabama 13. Yeah, he basically is just throwing a back shoulder throw right there. And, uh, the Aggies are thinking he's running a slant route, which is what he's been doing all day. Um, and Garvin just does a good job of throwing it to his back shoulder and, and picking up a touchdown. So the Jaguars answer the Aggies' field goal with a touchdown, their first touchdown since the first, since the second quarter. And the PAT try from Gavin Patterson is good. Timeout of the Cisparo scoreboard where nobody beats the Cisparo deal. 11.49 to be played in this football game. Aggies 16, South Alabama 14. Find quality qualified recruits quickly and easily with ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire for a free trial, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash NMSU. Back to Aggie Memorial in a moment. 11.49 to go in this game and the Aggies are up by two. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Clear. No more Twitter people. Get ready. 16-14, Aggies up on South Alabama. Follow the Aggies home or away on the TuneIn app or on your smartphone. All Aggie broadcasts can be heard on TuneIn. If you're away from the land of enchantment, don't worry. The TuneIn app will have all the action from pre to post game. Listen also in Albuquerque, El Paso, Las Cruces, Carlsbad, Alamogordo, and Gallup, and on the Aggie Sports Network, and in the Mesilla Valley on our flagship superstation, Zia Country 99.5. Demetric Norwood, Ty Hodling, Henry G., Jeff Grammer, and Steve Ramirez have all checked in with us on our Twitter feed at Aggie Sportsnet. Well, I'm assuming they're enjoying the game. They said they're listening. We'll, 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 we'll go with that they're enjoying the broadcast. Aggies are up 16-14, and if you're listening, tell us where you might be tuned in at our Twitter handle, at Aggie Sportsnet. Aggie offense has to rebuild that lead. Absolutely, Jack. You know, we really need to be able to drive down the field right now and um, preferably put a touchdown on the board, um, but really string together some first downs and, and get this defense tired right now. Kickoff taken in the end zone, and it'll be down there. The man fake bringing it out, Huntley, and then he touches it down. So the Aggies will start at their 25-yard line with 11.49 to be played in this football game. Yeah, a lot of time left in this football game, Jack. You know, so um, if we could string together a nice drive and, and eat a little bit of time off of this clock, uh, but you always want to end those drives with uh, putting some points on the board. And the way the score is right now, 16-14 in favor of the Aggies, um, putting a touchdown on the board um, will, will, again, will put this Jaguars team in a little bit of a dis disadvantage and uh, force them to play a little bit different football than they're used to. It would, again, make it a what I call a two-score game. Mm -hmm. In motion goes Kramer from left to right. Rogers to the air. Pass is caught by Rose at the 25. Heads up field to the 30. Rose is bumped out of bounds at the 32. So Larry Rose the third, a seven-yard gain as Devin Rocket knocks him out of bounds. Second down and three, NMSU. Yeah, Larry Rose has been really active in the pass game today. I think he has like eight receptions so far. Uh, not necessarily a huge run game today, but that's something Coach Martin likes is his ability to go out and catch some balls. 
On the second down, the give is to Rose. He's got the first down across the 35 to the 40. Across midfield, Rose explodes to the South Alabama 46. Nigel Lawrence, the man who makes the tackle. First and 10, New Mexico State on Larry Rose. Explosion up the middle. And Larry must have heard what I was just saying about the run because that's a huge pickup for him carrying the ball right there, um, picking up a huge first down for this Aggie offense. Aggies have the ball now at the South Alabama 45, ready to go. Huntley goes in motion out of the formation in the backfield. Rogers to the air. It's caught. The man is across the 40 and slides down at the 34-yard line. Connor Kramer, the catch. He's a native of Mobile, Alabama. Tackled by Bull Barge. It'll be a first and 10 for the Aggies again. Yeah, really good job by the senior Kramer just sliding into the middle of the zone defense, catching the ball, and he always does a great job. As soon as he catches, he turns directly north and south, and he gets upfield to get whatever yards he could get. Three receivers right, one to the left for the Aggies. Rogers now steps up to the line, maybe adjusting something. Ball is at the left side hash mark. And Larry Rose stands to the quarterback's right. Rogers wants to pass. His pass is caught. And the man has a gain to the 28-yard line. Isaiah Lottie the catch. And it'll be a gain of five. Call it second down and five for the Aggies. Yeah, Isaiah Lottie just running out of the right slot position. Um, running about a five or six-yard in route. Able to pick up a good sure-handed catch. Rogers goes to work once again right from the center of the field. And before he can, another penalty flag is thrown. As the Aggies may be trying to go too quickly. Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing there, Jack. You know, they're running this tempo offense, and uh, these linemen, they start to get a little hungry, especially if they know it's going to be a, a run play. And that time it was definitely a design run play, um, and they just moved a little bit too quickly and, and pick up a penalty. So a false start cost the Aggies five yards. It's second down, and the Aggies are back now at their 33-yard line, second down and 10. Aggies bring a man into the backfield who goes out in the formation. It's Hundley. Pass is incomplete as the intended receiver was Jaleel Scott. Contact from Darian Mills. Aggie fans are calling a penalty, but we see none on the field. Yeah, no penalties called, and definitely it looked like that defender got to Scott before the ball got there. Um, unfortunately, there wasn't any, anything called on that play, and, and now it brings up a third and uh, third and long situation for this Aggie offense. Aggies are at the South Alabama 33-yard line, and they are not in what has been Dylan Brown field goal range well to this point in the season. Lottie goes in motion from right to left on third down. Pressure coming on Rodgers. Pass is caught by Kramer, and he's down to the 23-yard line. Connor Kramer has the first down. Jeremy Reeves the tackle. I have a feeling Connor Kramer has a little bit of a special feeling for South Alabama because he's from Mobile. I'm sure he does, Jack, and that's two huge catches for him in this drive. And again, like I said earlier, he catches that ball, and the second his feet hit the ground, he's moving north and south. First and 10 for the Aggies at the South Alabama 23-yard line. Rodgers, pressure coming, going downfield, and the pass is incomplete. Really a silly play by Tyler as he threw the ball away with no one near the pass. The Aggies were frankly lucky that time that, that something bad didn't happen. Yeah, they really are, and it looked like Reeves again gets away with the pass interference for this Jaguars defense. Uh, Jalil Scott has him beat. He's going inside to try to get that ball. Uh, Rodgers is throwing it up for him, and uh, not really sure sure what the, the referee saw on that. Again, I'm, I'm up here in the booth, but uh, I think the crowd agrees with me as well. It looked like he had a little bit of a handful of jersey there before uh, him going for that ball. Well, we've got a timeout taken on the field with 9.41 to be played in this football game. And we will 
I'm trying to see if this is going to be a full timeout or not. I don't think it is. So we'll keep it here. The situation is this. It's second down and 10 for the Aggies. They're at the South Alabama 22, leading 16 to 14. The Aggies need to come up with points on this possession. They just need to keep the momentum wearing crimson and white. Absolutely. They really do. And, you know, um, when we've been inside of the, the 20, 25-yard line, it looks like our play calling has changed a little bit. Um, but if we could keep our foot on the gas right here and preferably uh, get a touchdown on the board, it's just going to breathe a little bit of life into this team and help them close this game out. 9.41 to go in the game. Aggies up by two. And they took the timeout. They have only one left which, frankly, may come into play later in the game. Yeah, we probably should think about that and uh, remember this timeout that was just taken. Second down and 10 for the Aggies. Lottie comes in motion from right to left. Rodgers, with pressure coming, throws complete to Lottie, and he is wrapped up as the ball comes to him. Daryl Songi, the tackle, no gain. It's going to be third down and 10 now for NMSU. Yeah, that uh, defensive uh, player, Songa, for the... Jaguars is basically just sitting in the zone right there. And the second that Lottie catches the ball, he comes up and lays a huge hit on on Lottie um, for a no gain, it looks like, on that play. The South Alabama defensive line has not allowed the Aggies to go downfield for long gains uh, today. And that's made a big difference. Give to Rose. Rose is across the 20. Rose takes the ball inside the 20 to the 17. Aggies gain seven yards. Tackle made by Wade Forty. And it will now be fourth down. And we'll see a field goal attempt, I'm assuming, coming from Dylan Brown. And this will be a 32-yard attempt. Oh, but, but Brown is not coming on the field. Yeah, it looks like the Aggies offense is staying on the field right now. So uh, Coach Martin is rolling the dice right now. And looks like he forced a timeout on the other sideline. So South Alabama takes a timeout. We will keep it here. As uh, that was something that head coach Joey Jones was not expecting. And nor was I, frankly. Uh, but Doug Martin, you know, he's, got a, he's, he's playing to win. Corey. He is. You know, and, and, I, and I like that, too. I like the aggressive, aggressiveness, and, you know, I think that filters through your team as well. Now, he may change his mind a little bit after that timeout was taken uh, by the Jaguars' uh, head coach, but, you know, I wasn't expecting that one bit, to be honest. You know, you kind of want to get some points on the board, but if you feel that you have something drawn up where you can pick up this first down and kind of basically go for the throat right here, um, you know, that's why he gets paid the big bucks. Today's game sponsor is Farm Bureau Financial Services. Schedule a super check with your agent to make sure your world is protected. And the Aggies are going to go for it on fourth down and four. Kramer goes in motion from left to right. Tyler Rogers waiting for the snap of the left side hash mark. Goes downfield for Scott. He's caught it, and he's got a touchdown. Jaleel Scott. Oh, they wave it off. They wave it off. They say he was out of bounds. What a tough break. Yeah, that was a tough break and a tough pass. You know, really into double coverage. is going to your big guy uh, to make a big play right there. So uh, puts a little pressure on this defense right now to, to hold uh, these Jaguars out of the end zone. Aggie fans are hoping for a review. 
But I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah, it looks like he dropped the ball as soon as he touched when he got hit to the ground. It looked like the ball came out. So the incomplete pass will give the ball back to South Alabama with 8.32 to go in this football game. Aggie's still in the lead, 16-14. And you have to admire Doug Martin's uh, courage and his team to go for it like that. Yeah, that was that was a big call right there. I mean, three points doesn't do a lot for you. Um, you know, they still have to score a touchdown, but now, um, you know, a field goal puts them up. So it's going to be up to this defense right now to, um, you know, make a couple of big plays and, and hold this Jaguars offense out of the, the end zone. Cole Garvin. In the shotgun, goes to work at his 17-yard line. Garvin's pass is caught. Man is at the 25-yard line and is taken down there. Tackle made by Ron LaForce on Jamarius Way, but it's the first to 10 for the Jaguars as the ball is advanced to the 27-yard line. Yeah, so I'd probably anticipate the Aggies bringing a little bit of pressure on this series um, and really just not let, allowing Garvin to stand back there and make these throws. First and 10 for South Alabama. They're at their 27-yard line now. Aggies 16, Jaguars 14, 8.02 to be played in this fourth quarter. Garvin with time. Pass is caught by Ways. Snared at the 30-yard line and put down there. It's a gain of three on the completion to Way. McQuaker makes the tackle. Second down and seven now for South Alabama. Yeah, the receiver really is just running a little short, shallow route. Uh, good defense on the backside and the top side with the receivers. And really, that's the only place that Garvin could go on that play. Second down and seven for South Alabama. Jaguars four and seven. The Aggies five and six. Garvin from the shotgun. Pass is caught, and the man is tackled at the 49-yard line. Austin Perkins makes the tackle on Jordan McRae. The Jaguars now have some offensive momentum. They're driving now with the ball at the their 49-yard line. Yeah, and the Jaguars have come with that play a few times with McRae. McRae coming from his slot position, really just running kind of a skinny post route and sliding in between the defenders to make a catch. Slot to either side for Cole Garvin. Defense needs to make a play here. Carlos Robinson, the second in the backfield with Garvin on first down. Garvin's pass is caught. The man is at the 35. It's Way at the 30. Way is still on his feet at the 25. Way still going at the 15, at the 10, and finally tackled at the nine-yard line by Ron LaForce. That's a huge individual play by that receiver to pick up some extra yards after the catch right there. And, and now this Jaguar offense is in field goal position, uh, which could potentially put them up in this game. Aggies 16, Jaguars 14 with 6.37 to be played in this game. And South Alabama has a first and goal at the Aggie nine-yard line. Yeah, defense needs to bring a little bit of pressure right here and um, probably going to be seeing some kind of quick passing by this offense. Garvin has Trey Minter offset to his right. Goes to his left, pass is incomplete. Thrown behind the intended receiver, Kawan Baker. Lomax in the coverage. Clock stop with 6.13 to be played in the game. Second down and goal at the nine. Yeah, a lot of quick passes right now. Again, you're going to see those offensive linemen just cut the defensive linemen to get their hands down so they're not able to knock down a pass. Um, another big series right here for this uh, Aggie defense. So it's second down and goal at the nine. 
Garvin has two receivers to the right, one to the left. Says something to his defensive lineman, maybe adjusting the play. Now takes the snap, gives the ball to his running back, Minter. He stopped at the line, still fighting. The Aggies have him thrown down at the 10-yard line. Loss of a yard. Ron LaForce to tackle. It's third down and goal now at the 10. Yeah, really big defensive stance right there on the run. And uh, the Jaguars haven't had a ton of success in the run game today. Uh, the Aggie defense has been flying around and just swarming to the ball. Huge third down play for this Aggie defense. Third down and 10 for South Alabama. 5.50 to be played in this game. Aggies lead is two. And South Alabama taking their time getting up to the line. Aggie fans trying to make noise to distract this Jaguar team. Aggie defense needs a turnover here. Garvin rolls to his right. Wants to pass. Throws to the end zone and the pass is batted around. It's not going to be caught as there were well, four players Two from each side battling for it. So now it's fourth down. Demarcus Owens and Ron LaForce there in the coverage. Fourth down, and Gavin Patterson will try a 27-yard field goal for South Alabama to take the lead. Yeah, the Aggies came close on an extra point attempt uh, by the Jaguars. So let's see if they bring some pressure right here and uh, force this kicker to, to miss this kick, frankly. The kick will come from the left side hash mark. It's a 27-yard attempt. Patterson is 5 for 5 from this distance. As the clock is stopped with 5.28 left. What was it? The play clock had to be reset, Tom. Play clock was counting down. And so South Alabama had to stop the clock. All right. Here's the situation. 5.28 to go in the game. The Aggies lead is two. And South Alabama will be attempting a 27-yard field goal. Where's James Furby when you need him? James was an expert kick blocker. Young man from Alamogordo. I believe has the school record for block kicks. And he was lightning quick. This is, this is going back a few years now, Corey. This is going back to the 80s. But uh, for some reason, uh, James' name came to mind. Well, if we could channel him right now, that would be great. Yeah. You know, to get a, a miss or, or force um, something here um, by this Jaguars kick team. Uh, still a lot of time on this clock, though, Jack. You know, almost five and a half minutes left. Looks like they're reviewing the previous play. Reviewing the previous play, which uh, would, well, it was a third down play. And what would what would be the spot of the ball or what would be the, oh, I see, whether it was caught in the end zone. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looked like all the defenders and receivers were all out of bounds. There was about four bodies down there. It, it, well, from our vantage point, it was impossible to tell yeah. if the ball was caught and if they were in bounds. This may be, uh, you know, a request from South Alabama's coaching staff. Obviously, a, uh, uh, you know, if, if this is overturned, that would be a huge turn in the game. We are watching the replay, and it, it doesn't appear that anyone was in bounds when the ball got to them. But then, we, frankly, we've been wrong before in what we thought was going to happen and what did happen. Right. Yeah, it definitely looked like they were all out of bounds. I'm not even sure if anyone came down with the ball there. The, the play was to the, the corner of the end zone. 
The Aggies had two defenders there, um, LaForce and Perkins. And, well, the review has been completed. After review, ruling on the field is confirmed. Incomplete pass. And so it's fourth down. And, well, Aggie fans breathe a sigh of relief there. And it's fourth down, and we'll again see a 27-yard field goal attempt from Gavin Patterson. Yeah, the fortunate thing about that long timeout is that hopefully ices that kicker a little bit, you know, and help, made him think about this uh, potential uh, go-ahead field goal a lot more than he wanted to. The punter, Waitman, is the holder, and it'll come from the left side hash mark. Patterson is 15 of 18 on the year. He's 5 of 5 at this distance on the season. And we're waiting the snap for the field goal attempt. The kick is on the way, and it is good. So South Alabama has taken the lead 17-16 in this fourth quarter. 5.24 to go on the Susparo scoreboard. Today's game is powered in part by your New Mexico Touchstone Energy Cooperative, Otero County Electric in Cloudcroft. Learn more about it togetherwesave.com. Back with the final five minutes and 24 seconds after this on the Aggie Sports Network. South Alabama is charged back, and they're in the lead 17-16 with 5.24 to go in this game. Hello to David Edinger. Tuned in in Orlando, Florida, the hometown of Jaleel Scott and Jonathan Boone, and also to Kelly Jamison, who's on the road, she said. Drive safely, Kelly. Aggies need to get back in this game. They're down by one. There's plenty of time to get back in it, though, Corey. Yeah, definitely plenty of time. And the way this offense has been moving the ball, Jack, you know, we can move down the field right now. Um, but we have to make sure we take care of the ball and we're also just really being smart football players and, you know, not coming up with any of those costly penalties that have hurt us uh, throughout this game today. New Mexico State University scored... 16 unanswered points after yielding the first touchdown. The Aggies had a 16-7 lead. Now South Alabama has come back in this fourth quarter to take a 17-16 lead. The Aggies had an opportunity to attempt a field goal that would have been shorter than the ones that Dylan Brown has made today, but Doug Martin chose to go for a touchdown. It did not pay off. Now South Alabama has come back and taken the lead. And here is the kickoff. That will be taken by Hundley at the one-yard line. To the 5, 10, at the 15. Hundley goes down at the 18-yard line, and that's where New Mexico State will start this possession. 5-19 to be played. Now there's a penalty flag on the play. 5-19 to go in this game. It looked like we had a little bit of a scuffle down there on the field. We'll see what the, the flag is on the play. Hopefully it was on the Jaguars. It's just going to help uh, move this ball up a little bit more. The return man was tackled at the 18-yard line. South Alabama is standing at the 35, so it would indicate the penalties against the Jaguars, although we have not heard anything from the officials. South Alabama's coach Joey Jones retiring after this game. Let's see what the officials now... After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct, kicking team number four. Riley Cole... 
and an Aggie got into it, so offsetting penalties. And it is first to 10 for the Aggies at the 18-yard line. Our Johnson's Ace Hardware trivia quiz question, the last time the Aggies had a winning record, 2002. Aggies went 7-5 and five that year and lost out on the last game of the season when they lost to North Texas to get to go to the New Orleans Bowl that year. Aggies need to get the lead back to become bowl eligible tonight. Tyler Rogers goes to work with Rose to his left. Rogers wants to throw with time. Pass is complete, and the man is hit. Larry, it's Larry Rose hit as the ball gets to him. Gain of a yard. Reeves the tackle. It'll be second down to nine now for the Aggies. Yeah, the Jaguars really are just in man coverage right now, Jack, and um, they're forced to throw the ball underneath to Rose, who gets hit as soon as he catches that ball. Uh, good job protecting on that play, but just weren't able to find any deep receivers. Second down, a gain of two. Second down and eight for the Aggies. Two receivers to either side, and Rodgers steps up in the pocket throws and it's caught at the 37 yard line the Aggies have the first down catch made by Isaiah Lottie Lawrence on the tackle but the Aggies offense now is the first and 10 at their 38 yard line 439 to be played yeah great job by Rogers Jack just stepping up in a pocket and finding an open receiver uh, to keep these chains moving two receivers to either side Rose in the backfield with Rogers who wants to throw on first down Goes downfield, and the pass is incomplete. Connor Kramer was turned the wrong way. Reeves was with him step for step. And it'll be second down and 10 clock stop now with 4.22 to be played. Yeah, the Jaguars bring some pressure on that play. Both inside linebackers come in on a blitz. Uh, Rodgers just gets rid of the ball. Uh, Kramer is basically one-on-one with the defensive back, but Rodgers throws it to his back shoulder, and Kramer doesn't even see the ball. So it's second down and 10 now for the Aggies. They have the ball at their 38-yard line, down now by a point in this fourth quarter. Lottie in motion from left to right. Pressure coming on Rodgers. Wings it, and it's caught. No, it's incomplete. Two men were fighting for the ball. Jaleel Scott and Jonathan Boone both fighting for the ball. It's incomplete. And it's third down and 10 now for the Aggies with 4.16 to be played. Yeah, the Aggies had two wide-open receivers, and they both go for the ball, unfortunately, and uh, neither of them are able to come down with the first down grab. Third down and 10 for the Aggies. Down by a point in this fourth quarter. Tyler Rogers with three receivers to the left and one to the right. And Rogers goes to his left, passes caught. And the man is out of bounds. A bobbled catch, but Boone hangs on to it at the 47-yard line. First and 10, Jonathan Boone, and not a clean catch, but he got it under control and hangs on for a first down. Yeah, Jonathan Boone just running kind of an out route to the sideline. He bobbles the catch, and uh, he's able to come down with it uh, before going out of bounds. So the Aggies hustle up to the line to try to get this ball snapped. 3.57 to be played in this game. Aggies down by a point. They've got the ball at the South Alabama 47-yard line. Aggie send Larry Rose in motion. Now he sets up in a slot on the left side. Rodgers with an open backfield. Pass complete over the middle. The man is at the 42-yard line and down there. It's a short gain for the Aggies. Anthony Muse the catch. Lawrence the tackle as the gain is to the South Alabama 41-yard line. Second down and four. Yeah, good sure-handed catch by Muse right there. Um, Unfortunately, he's not able to pick up any yards after the catch, and the defender does a good job of bringing him down. Three minutes, 19 seconds to be played in this game. Second down for the Aggies at the South Alabama 41. 
Rodgers throws on the run. It's caught at the 30. The man is down at the 29-yard line. The catch, a successful one by Greg Hogan. First and 10, Malcolm Bugs on the stop. Aggies have the ball first and 10 at the Jaguar 30-yard line. Yeah, Greg Hogan just runs kind of a curl route, and he finds himself right in front of the defender, picks up another really good catch, and picks up a first down to move these chains. Aggies a first down at the Jaguar 30. Down by one, but driving now with 2.50 to go in the game. Rose to the quarterback's right. Three receivers to the left. That's the wide side of the field. Now Rose sets up to the short side on the right side. Rodgers, pump fake, pressure coming. Rodgers rolls to his right. Rodgers gets rid of the ball. It's caught by a man out of bounds. That stops the clock with 2.34 to go in the game. Second down and 10 for the Aggies at the Jaguar 30-yard line. Yeah, the Aggies are just defended right there um, offensively by this Jaguars defensive uh, de- defensive backfield. Rodgers doesn't have anywhere to go and smartly just throws that ball out of bounds. Aggies at the Jaguar 30-yard line. Second down and 10. Two receivers to either side. Ball is at the right side hash mark. Aggies down by a point. They give the ball to Rose. Coming to the near side at the 25. Rose to the 20. Larry Rose rolled down. Rather, no, it's Jason Huntley. Beg your pardon. Huntley rolled down at the 20-yard line. And it's another first and 10 for New Mexico State with 2.20 to go in this game. That's a huge pickup by Jason Huntley on uh, second down right there. And uh, he's really able to pick up a, a good chunk of yards and put us in a... A manageable third and short situation. I thought he'd gain the first down. I beg your pardon. It is third down and one. Huntley stays in the backfield. Three receivers to the right. Rodgers keeps it. He's got the first down. He dives forward to the 17-yard line. Tyler Rodgers gains the first down. Reeves the tackle. 2-0-2 to go in this game. Aggies first and 10 at the Jaguars 17. Yeah, Rodgers again makes a great read. He pulls the ball out of Huntley's, or excuse me, Rose's stomach there. And a defensive end dives in, and he's able to slide through and pick up a, a big first down for the Aggie offense. 149 to go in this game. Aggies threatening once again at the Jaguars 17. Rose in the backfield now with Tyler Rogers. Muse goes in motion from left to right. Rogers rolls to his right, fires to the end zone. The pass is incomplete. Tyler Rogers trying to get the ball to Isaiah Lottie. Bugs in the coverage. That stops the clock with 127 left. It'll be second down and 10 for the Aggies. Isaiah Lottie's running a, a corner route out of his slot position to the offense's right side on the hash mark. And uh, Rogers just overthrows him because he has his man beat by about a step and a half or so there. Second down and 10 for the Aggies at the Jaguars' 17-yard line. Rose is to the quarterback's left. Three receivers to the right. Give us to Rose. Rose across the 15 at the 10. Rose is taken down at the seven-yard line, close to what's needed for the first down by Nigel Lawrence. 116 to go in this game, and the Aggies are inside the 10-yard line. It's third down and one. Rose does a great job of just sliding through on that zone read option play to the right side. He's lined up to the left of Rodgers, and he's able to slide in and pick up some really good yards on second down. Third down and one now for the Aggies. Rodgers. We'll take the snap near the right hash mark. Rose is standing to his left, and now we've got a timeout taken by South Alabama. We will as well. 54 seconds to go in this game. Well, let's wait and see if it's a full timeout. 54 seconds left in the game. 
And South Alabama takes the timeout. Aggies down by one, but have a third down and one, and we'll take the break. Back in 60 seconds, Aggies down 17-16, 55 seconds to go. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back to Aggie Memorial Stadium. We're in Las Cruces, New Mexico. New Mexico State University trying to get their sixth victory of the season. They're down 17-16, but they've got a third down and short with 55 seconds to go in this game, and they're on the opponent's seven-yard line. Yeah, Jack. So right now, 31 situation. Rose has had a couple of really good runs in this drive. I would anticipate the ball getting into Rose's hands right now, and I'm almost certain Coach Martin is really just talking about we need to win the line of scrimmage right here. We have to get some push. We need one yard, and hopefully we can get ourselves into the end zone more than anything. Each team has one timeout left. The Aggies come up ready to go. The line of scrimmage is the eight-yard line. The Aggies need less than a yard to gain the first down. Rodgers has Rose to his left. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Rodgers gives the ball to Rose. He's got the first down. Larry Rose, the third, gets a yard, maybe, but he didn't. He needed less than a yard. Riley Cole, the tackle. Clock stopped with 52 seconds left in the game, and the Aggies have a, it would appear, a first and goal. Are they going to measure here? Looks like they might be measuring, Jack. I mean, it looked like he picked up the first down from our point of view, but they're going to go ahead and measure just to make sure. If the Aggies don't have the first down, it would be a field goal attempt of 24 yards. They bring the chains on. And it is, in fact, a first down. First and goal at the seven. What strategy do you like here, offensive coordinator Lucas? Well, you know, uh, 52 seconds left. Uh, they've been playing one-on-one with Jaleel Scott down here at the bottom of the field. Um, you know, you might want to look at maybe one throw into the back corner of the end zone. Uh, but to be honest, Jack, you know, I would probably put the ball into Rose's hands right here. Larry Rose, the third in the backfield with the quarterback, Tyler Rogers. He goes to the near side to Scott, and the pass is caught. No, and dropped. Ro- Scott trying to make a one-handed catch could not. DeRyan Mills there in coverage, incomplete, second down and goal now at the seven. Yeah, they definitely had the coverage that they wanted, and Jaleel Scott goes up. He's able to get his right hand on it. He's trying to pull it into his body and just unable to come down with the touchdown grab in the back of the end zone. Aggies down 17-16, second down and goal for the Aggies at the South Alabama seven-yard line. Larry Rose the third in the backfield with Rodgers. They send Kramer in motion now from left to right. Right the short side of the field. Rodgers again wants to pass. Rolling to his right. Throws to the end zone and it's caught. He's got a touchdown. Connor Kramer, the man from Mobile. And the Aggies are on top 22-17. That's a huge catch by Kramer, Jack. The sure-handed senior from Mobile, Alabama, does a great job. Rodgers goes into uh, motion to his right, escaping out of the pocket. And Kramer actually slides out to his left. And he's able to pick up a huge touchdown to put the Aggies up right now. 22-17. Aggies with 32 seconds left in this game. And now South Alabama, whether the Aggies take it, someone takes a timeout, I think it's the Aggies. 
Yeah, that's a huge play by Connor Kramer right there. I mean, the senior comes up huge in his final home game in Aggie Memorial Stadium, Jack. And, um, you know, Rodgers just does a really good job of extending that play, rolling out to his right side. It looked like he didn't have anybody open. Uh, but Connor Kramer sees his scrambling, and he basically rolls out to his left, or Connor Kramer escapes to his left and is able to come up with a huge touchdown grab for the Aggies. Kramer from Mobile, Alabama, came in as a quarterback. He was recruited out of New Mexico Military Institute and played last year against South Alabama. Played well in a game the Aggies were edged by a touchdown. But tonight he comes up with the, the go-ahead touchdown. The Aggies may go for two here, Corey. Yeah, you know, um, that's what we are just talking about with our spotter, Tom, here, that, you know, it might be wise for them to go for two because then um, it really forces uh, these Jaguars to march all the way down the field and get a touchdown and an extra point. So um, that's definitely why they took that timeout. It looks like we're going for two right now, Jack. 22-17, New Mexico State with the lead. 32 seconds left. And the Aggies will go for two from the right side hash mark. Double slot for NMSU. Rodgers to throw to the end zone. It is caught. No incomplete. Muse had his hand on it. Could not make the catch. So the score remains 22-17 New Mexico State. 32 seconds left in this game. And now there's a discussion in the, by the officials. Yeah, Muse was open there, Jack, but it looks like he stepped out of bounds prior to coming inbounds and wasn't able to establish his feet back inbounds to catch that ball. So New Mexico State University will kick off, and I'm anticipating some kind of squib kickoff here, Corey. Absolutely. You want to get that ball just rolling hard and low, maybe even take a couple of bounces before it gets into the um, kick returner's hands, but it's going to be crucial for this kickoff coverage team to get down and make a sure tackle. We got 32 seconds left in the ball game, and the Jaguars have to score a touchdown to go up in this game. A field goal is not going to do it for them. Uh, so defensively, this Aggie uh, defensive team is really going to have to still put some pressure on this quarterback as they're trying to make this drive down the field. New Mexico State University will be kicking off. Well, I don't think they're going to kick away. I'm sorry, ladies. I was distracted for a moment, ladies and gentlemen. My thought is that the Aggies just need to, as Corey said, just get it down there. As we have the officials, looks like there's a review going on as well, Corey. Yeah, it does look like there's a review. I'm wondering what they're reviewing right now because, you know, he definitely was out of bounds prior to coming inbounds. As this will not, well take any points off the scoreboard in case you're wondering what what the review could be dealing with the only way the only if the outcome it could help the Aggies if they determine that there was either a penalty or Muse caught the ball in bounds right and from my vantage point it looked like Muse had stepped out of bounds just prior to coming in bounds to make that catch it, it is ruled incomplete the last time the Aggies had a winning season was 2002. That's the answer to our Johnston's Ace Hardware trivia quiz question. And in 32 seconds, Aggie fans, you can start the biggest wobble of them all. Aggies are up 22 to 17. That is assuming nothing changes on the Sisparo scoreboard. 
So again, Jack, just really important for this kickoff coverage team to get down, hustle down the field, and make a good, sure tackle. They're going to have to avoid this first line of kickoff coverage and uh, make sure that we get to that second line of defense and make some tackles here. Parker Davidson has teed the ball up. And Davidson, a squib kick that goes out of bounds. Of all the things you didn't want to have happen, it just happened. Yeah, you definitely didn't want that ball to go out of bounds. That squib pick kick really should be just going right on the numbers in between a hash mark and the numbers. Um, so unfortunately, that puts the Jaguars in some really good field position with 32 seconds left on the clock. They will start this possession at their 35-yard line. New Mexico State University. Nope. They're going to move them back and have them kick it again. Yeah, it looks like they're going to choose to make them kick this ball again. Kind of smart on the Jaguars coaching staff is to make them kick it again. Because, you know, I'm sure the Jaguars want to get a get big kick return out of this versus taking the ball at the 35-yard line. So, obviously, you have the choice to decline a penalty. And so the Jaguars are hoping for better field position than the 35-yard line. So, Parker Davidson will kick it again. The plus about this, Jack, is that if he does return it, it does take some extra time off the clock as well. That it does. The minute the ball is touched by the opponent, the clock starts. And Davidson just chooses to kick this one away, and it's taken at the 5 to the 10. The man throws a backwards pass. It bounces to the receiver who's going up the far boundary and is out of bounds at the far side at the 27-yard line. So, Stody Bradley, the man who makes the tackle, so the Jaguars try a trick play, and it loses eight yards for them where they would have had it. Also, it takes eight seconds off the clock. Yeah, that was actually a, a really clever special teams play. You know, the, the far right deep receiver on a kickoff coverage team, he catches the ball, he runs up about two yards, he throws the ball completely across the field to the other kick returner, and good thing for the Aggies that the right side of our kick return team stayed in coverage and was able to hold him. First down for the Jaguars. They have the ball at the at their 27-yard line. The quarterback is Cole Garvin. Garvin, two-step drop, throws to his left. The ball is caught, and the man is out of bounds at the 33-yard line. Shamad Lomax in the coverage. And the sh clock shows 19 seconds left in the game. Yeah, that's First a, down. not a lot of pressure by our front four right there. So we definitely need to dig deep and get as much pressure as we can with, with just rushing four defenders on the defensive line. First down for the Jaguars at the 38-yard line. 19 seconds left in the game. Garvin forced to run. He heads upfield and then slides down at the 44-yard line. South Alabama has a timeout left. McQuaker covers him. Clock rolling or stopped now with 11 seconds as they stop the clock there. Yeah, that doesn't hurt us right there either, Jack. You take a quarterback scramble up the middle of the field, kill some time on the clock. That means we just had really good coverage down the field. Now with 11 seconds left in this game, Jack, you don't want this quarterback to be able to throw the ball or get close enough to throw the ball where he could launch it into the end zone. So, like I said, 
before, getting pressure with our front four defensive linemen right now is going to be crucial for this final stand of this Aggie defense. Line of scrimmage, the South Alabama 43-yard line. Aggies up 22-17 to on the Sisparo scoreboard where nobody beats the Sisparo deal. 12 seconds left in this game. If the Aggies can hold on, they are bowl eligible. We have information on that as soon as this game ends. Second down for South Alabama. Garvin takes the snap from the left side hash mark. Pump fake. Again, the pump fake pass is incomplete. It was a one hopper to the far side to Way. Seven seconds left. Lucky seven seconds left. Lomax in the coverage. And the Jaguars, I think, have one more one more gasp here. Yeah, one more gasp. I and mean, these defensive backs, I'm sure the coaches are telling them, knock the ball down. You don't want to try to catch the ball. You don't want to be a hero. Get that ball to the ground as quick as you can. Walk out of this place with the win and become ball eligible for this Aggie football team. Third down for the Jaguars. Third down and five. Cole Garvin has Robinson in the backfield. He takes the snap. Goes downfield. He's got way open, and the pass is tipped away, incomplete. The drought has ended. It's raining bull bids in Las Cruces. The Aggies victorious, 22-17. Austin Perkins, the man who deflected the pass. What a game, Jack. Can't tell you how happy I am for this Aggie football team right now and what they've accomplished this season and these seniors especially, what they've been able to do. Awesome sight right now. The Aggies have had that expect victory mentality. The fans are now on the field celebrating as they ought to as New Mexico State University claims a 22-17 victory to become bowl eligible. NMStateSports.com will have information on tickets to see the Aggies in the postseason. The best tickets are available through the Pan Am Center Ticket Office. Call 575-646-1420 or go to Ticketmaster.com. The Blue Cross Blue Shield postgame show is next. Now this on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. (laughs) At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa and pepper jack cheese because, of course, all on top of two fresh beef patties or with chicken on a brioche bun. Whataburger's limited time pico de gallo burger and new pico de gallo chicken sandwiches. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. What a happy moment that was for New Mexico State University and their fans. Aggie Classics, brought to you by Whataburger. Hope you enjoyed this one. I'm Jack Nixon. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.